welcome to Live and Let Dice. Uh, tonight we have a very special game. We're joined by Cody, Burn, uh, DM Cody rather, uh, Calamban, how dare you, and Stolas. And Cody, we've been doing a lot of work this week. A lot we, of work. We have done a lot of work this week. I look at the UI for those for those of you who are uh, are watching. Out, we'll go back. Sorry, I just wanted to point out, you, you did all this really hard work that's really cool, inspired by, you know, a couple other shows on the internet, but uh, we have character stats and portraits and all kinds of cool shit up there, Zach. Uh, anyways, keep yeah. going. Sorry, I didn't mean to take your thunder. No, it's okay. Thank you for that. Uh, we officially have a Live and Let Dice 2022 t-shirt on TeePublic, so we'll drop that link in the comments for you guys if anyone wants to support uh, this show. Lots of different colors you can choose uh, and the logo there was designed by our sweet friend, Manny Gonzalez. Uh, we also had one of our first non-cast uh, member fan arts. So this was from uh, a few episodes ago when we killed the, I think it was a tree blight, Cody? Uh, uh, so yeah, yeah, something. No, tree it's monstrosity. Tree it's, it's like, um, I don't remember the technical name. I'll take a look here. Anyway, shout out <laughs> to Abby, A-B-B-Y, cakes, underscore 88 on Instagram. She, uh did a fan art of my character fighting against the giant tree monster. And uh, I I really enjoy the way it came out. And last but certainly not least, Cody, we have uh, two uh, special ways for people to support the show. Uh, do you want to go ahead and uh, talk about that? I'm going to block these Russian bots in the chat. Yeah, you take down those Russian bots. Go home. Um, go Ukraine. Go Ukraine. Goes to Kiev. If you know who he is, go look it wow. up. It's awesome. Anyways. Um... Yeah, the, the Bane wheel slash boon wheel, uh, bless wheel. Uh, they're super cool. Zach and I were thinking about, like, hey, you know, how can we make changes in the show so the audience can be more involved? So if you send a super chat out, you hit the link in the top right, uh, 10 bucks, you can either give it to a specific character and you can either give them a boon or a bane. It's completely random. The wheels are a little bit weighted to kind of make things a little bit more fair so we don't toss out, I don't know, like 30 or 40 legendary magic items and ruin the entire campaign to make it too easy or the exact opposite effect and something terrible happens like a you know deck of many things that will just destroy the campaign. Uh, but characters can get gold, armor, rare weapons, uncommon weapons, free critical hits, random potions, treasure, gold, you know, all kinds of crazy things. Divine Intervention, which is just something I make up on the spot uh, and shit DM bricks and try and make it sound cool all while it happens. Um, and the Bane Wheel is kind of the same thing, but the opposite. You also have the option, if you should want to, um, to actually make it a random person. So if you're like, hey, I want to donate to the show, I love the cause, you know, let's, you know, make something happen, but I don't want to be biased and pick someone. We have a random wheel for a player, so you could just shout it out and throw it in there, and we'll make it happen live as it happens. Um, all the proceeds go back into the show, so either doing marketing or, you know, adding more assets to Roll20. So, yeah, super excited. On uh, the Bane side of things, we got some really cool things. We have Deafened, uh, Breaking an Item, a Bounty on Your Head when you go back into a city, Short-Term Madness, Frightened, Skip a Turn in Combat, Critical Failure, Knocked Prone, uh, Long-Term Madness, and probably my favorite one, the Act of Strahd, which is uh, just a funny little... <laughs> I, I love it. So It started out as Act of God, and Zach's like, Act of Strahd. I was like, it's stuck. There we go. There you go. Anyways, I think it's time for the intro, Cody, and a recap. So let's hit that intro now. Hear ye, and get ye hype. 
for tonight's harrowing adventure takes place in the accursed land of Strahd. But fret ye not, though, as our tale is sure to have moments of levity, provided by our all-star role players and led by our story dungeon master, Cody J. Hay. Truly, from the bottom of all our hearts, we thank you for tuning in to Live and Let's Dice. Special shout out, as always, to Devin Silva, who did the intro, but Zachary, for the new background slash poster thing that you're working on, I love hey. it. Very cool. Hell yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to get oh, that, that Devin to uh, do my bedroom uh, intro. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so excited about myself. that, Mark. You, you let me know how that goes. I'm sure he, he's down, you know. Uh, oh, also happy birthday, Devin. I don't know if I said that, but and Mark, there you go, and Mark, and Mark. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, recap. So last last week was rough. Uh, we went through the Wizards of Wine. Uh, we met the the Mardikov family and figured out that the Mardikovs who live in Valaki also own their ancestral family owns this winery. Turns out they're also were ravens, which is kind of crazy. Um. Yes, thank you, Zach. Um, you guys fought a tree monster a couple episodes ago. You fought a giant blood summoner and all these different druids that keep popping up. So many tree blights that are just... I mean, I think I probably threw roughly 40 at you over the course There's of some quite time. A, quite a few. Yeah, and Burn just was cutting through them like wheat with his greatsword. Just horse cleavering them. Uh, and at the very end... I left two players blind, which not sure how that's going to go, but I got some ideas. So we join right back in the action at the end with a boom and a crash as this giant, uh, this creature made of blood and rage, the hag that he was with him are both laying dead on the ground. He has gone from his monstrous size and his body has shrunken back down Hulk style back into the man he was. Burn. You're blind. Let's go with you first. Oh, God! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, so help me! I can't see! Calm down, my boy. And I wipe blood from my mouth because I've been coughing <laughs> yes. up blood for the last minute. That's right! I that. <laughs> and I'll, I'll place my hand on him and uh, cast Prestidigitation to kind of calm him down just a bit. Yeah, what a what effect are you uh, casting through? Because presentation covers a wide range of things. What are you uh, more specific? Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, so prestidigitation, uh, I can give him a harmless sensory effect. So just a, a feeling of overall calmness. Nice. And oh. I'll I'll do the same to Caliban also because I imagine he's probably freaking out also. Oh, is that yeah, Mark? <laughs> I can't see. I'm sorry, Steve threw me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Way too much too, energy. I can't see. I'm too big to go through my life this way. My boy, I'll is there something? Everything. Is there something in your eye? I don't. I don't think there is. I don't feel anything. Do you see anything? Give me Arcana. And I pull uh, yeah. my. I kind of pull my helmet down a little so I can see my eyes. Uh, twenty-one for Arcana. 
Oh, yeah, buddy. Damn. You, you look through Burn's visor. Now, Burn doesn't take his armor off a lot, so what he is underneath, other than Goliath, is kind of a mystery, which I love. Well, not but as you look at his eyes, there's actually skin that has fully grown over to where his eye holes would normally be, as if he was not born with eyes. They are gone. Oh, my God. Is it and bad? same with Callum Ben. Also, is it bad? My boy, these... This may be beyond me. I I believe we need to find uh, you some help. How dare you? You how kind of dare just you couldn't oh, have just no. told me a white lie, Ozo. Oh, no. I, I am not one to lie, Burn. And I'll look at Caliban's eyes and see the same thing as well. Uh, Marius is like we we should get to the cart. I don't think staying around here is going to be helpful to us. I agree. Who said that? It's me. <laughs> Discount Marius, because he is away on deployment today. <laughs> All right. Well, I will uh, kind of grab Burns, I guess not his shoulder because he's eight feet tall, but I'll kind of put my hand kind of on his side and kind of lead him to the cart. Who's touching me? It's me, my boy. Oh. And I'll, I'll lead him to the cart <laughs> and I'll... Have Stolas do the same to Caliban. Yeah, and Marius will kind of, uh, you know, pick up the assorted weapons on the ground and grab Trundle's reins and, uh, you know, kind of help guide Caliban back as well in case he starts strolling one direction too far away from Stolas. Was there any loot on the Blood God or the Blood Dude? Would you like to take the time to try and loot the oh, I, Druids well, and the Blood God? Just the Blood God, probably. And, he's and the, the Hag. Blood Caller. Blood Caller. Here we go. Yep. All right, investigation? Yeah, roll it. Uh, 21 again, wow. <laughs> nice. 21 Heavy. again. Heavy, baby. What cheats are you using? Dude, <laughs> I got that, what mods that, have you downloaded this week? Rangoon, baby. Did you say cream cheese Rangoon? What? <laughs> God, what cool, it's a, bud. It's an inside joke, bro. Uh, um, you look through his button. Now... To be fair, he's mainly just wearing a cloak and, like, uh, the, the He-Man metal, you know, furry bikini. He's kind of a barbarian archetype, if you're curious. Uh, and he is straight up covered in just blood everywhere. It's, like, seeping out of him, almost flowing like a river. Uh, the scary thing is, is as it's flowing out, you can actually see little tendrils of what looks like small plant roots growing out of his mouth, following this trail of blood, seeping into the ground. Uh, but as you sort through his corpse, uh, you find a spear. That seems to be the only thing of value that is on him. Is this a spear we've seen before? This is not a spear we have seen before. All right. uh, wow. It's kind of this dark, knotted wood, uh, on top of which is this large, jagged, ornately embossed bone spear tip wow well i'll take that and i'll whoop. later i'm gonna cast some magic uh, the tech magic on it but awesome well i'll go ahead and uh lead burn and uh hopefully stole us and trundle to the cart so we can get ready to leave yeah um you walk back around front um, are you guys taking the wine cart? 
with all the wine in it, or are you going to let the Martikovs take that halfway? I think he was going to take the wine. I don't okay. know if there's another cart in here. There is not. Oh, that's a toughie. That is a toughie. That is a toughie. Um, hmm. Stolas, what say you? Well, he was going to at least take it halfway for us, so... There's still a way for us to honor our obligation. Who said that? <laughs> it's still us. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess we could just summon... We may be able to summon some magical steeds, though. Burn would have to ride Trundle, and Stolas, you would have to lead Caliban's horse. I can do that. Sweet, so I'll spend the next uh, few minutes, actually the next half an hour, casting Phantom Steed three times. A large, quasi-real horse-like creature appears on the ground in an unoccupied space of your choosing. Actually, two, because Trundle will be the third. Yep. Uh, it's equipped with a saddle, bit, and bridle, and uh, it can travel 10 miles an hour, or 13 miles at fast pace, uh, and it gives us some different abilities in combat, but we're not in combat right now, so... I won't bore you guys with those, so we'll cast that twice, and then Trundle will be the third mount. Yeah, uh, Trundle walks over to you, Burn, uh, in his uh, Goku form, as I like to think about it in my own head. Wow. Um, <laughs> and kind of just, like, kneels his head under your arm, and then goes, and, like, and throws oh, your arm over his shoulder. My sweet boy. And, uh... Being that he is a magical creature now, instead of just a normal ass, he, uh, you can feel his thoughts and emotions as part of your spell. And he's just like, I got you, fam. Trundle, my boy. You're so sweet. What a little angel. Who said that? <laughs> That's hilarious. You hear Stolas from a couple different directions, uh, <laughs> one of them being Trundle and the rest of them being the party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Cody. No, no, go ahead. I'm gonna help uh, Caliban up to his mount. Just because I think Stolas might be a little small to help get him up there, so I'll give him a kind of a help. Lifting I mean, him probably up the... not, but I'll take the excuse. Aren't you like three feet tall? <laughs> You're like a tiny creature. Caliban's like six foot dragonborn. He's a huge, big boy. <laughs> Uh, meaty. That's true. Stolas is a little guy, so... <laughs> I'll say, Caliban, my good fellow, hop on the steed, and I'll help him get on the band of steed. Oh, thank you, Ozol. The wise. Sweet. So we're all mounted up, and we're ready to go. Um, as you're doing that, um, Davian Martikoff, uh coalesces from a... a but it's not a murder of ravens. Oh man, I googled it last time. Anyways, from a swarm of ravens. Technical term to come later. Uh, sorry, audio listeners. And uh, begins to saddle up one of the two horses uh, onto the barrel wagon. And he just kind of gives you a nod and a thanks uh, as you guys begin to set off to Yester Hill. Uh, the other draft horse is taken by Marius, who hops on. And he says, Ozol, I think... This will make our travel easier if you don't have to summon 
multiple horses while riding. Yes, I believe you are correct. And I'll uh, tell Davian that we will meet you with the seed outside of outside of Barovia. Do you mean Velaki? Oh, Velaki, goddammit. <laughs> Outside no, of Velaki. And no uh, I will kind of, uh, with the map in hand, will begin heading towards Yesterhill. Okay. Um, it's... I don't remember what time I said it was when we got here. Well, I think apologies. it was night when we evening, fought the... Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, when we fought the people in the basement right uh yeah you guys set off into the night um let's get the world map up here uh there it is nope that's vlocky barovia and we are at the w and heading to the heading y. south Yep. Uh, on the way, I'll kind of slow down and get next to Marius and say, Marius, is this magic above your healing for Burn and Caliban? Uh, he kind of looks at you and he's like, I, I have not had the chance to fully check them out, but when we stop at camp, I plan on trying to remove the curse, if that is what it is. It's a quite significant magic. Who's talking? Yes. <laughs> your your powers have heightened already. Uh, burned in this. It's uh, like Daredevil. Exactly. No, I'm fucking riding this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you you actually are, are doing almost better now, Burn. You you are one with Trundle in mind, now body and spirit, as he glides across the rocky ground. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, Marius will totally try when you get to camp. Uh, you guys, are you taking the road, or are you going through the woods? Uh, prob- I mean, depending on what Stolas and Marius think, probably the road. We've traveled that fairly safely, and I feel like there'd be a bunch of druids in the woods. Plus, we are on steeds, so they travel Yeah, they'll be able to go faster on the road. Yeah, I'll say the road. Okay. You guys make it halfway. Um, as... Well, actually, why don't you guys give me perception checks really quick? And I will tell you... Sure. What it is that you know. 13 perception for Ozol. 16 for Burn. Wow, 20 for Stolas. Right, Mark. Marky Mark, you got this, bud. Hit the uh, perception on your core page. Should be like a bubble that it'll says be, perception. It'll be under the skills section on the left. Are it's okay, there, he's Mark? blind anyway, so he automatically fails. <laughs> Are you there, Mark? That's true. You're hide. on mute, bro. You're on mute, Mark. <laughs> Sixteen. I'm sorry. Was it sixteen? Yes. Wait, where did oh. you get that from? 
Okay, he got a he got a sixteen. So twenty is our leading perception right now. Stolas, as you are, is is it okay to assume that you are perched on Mark's shoulders, or are you riding behind him? How how are you traveling with this dragonborn creature? Um. So I'm assuming we both are on the same steed, or are we on separate steeds? Uh, same steed. Yep. Uh, being that you're a small creature, you can share a mount. I thought him. she was leading his steed. Oh, yeah. Are you running in the front? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I was like, wait, was I on a separate horse? or? <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, so job, I'd Mark. be kind of like sitting in front of him, steering this creature. Yeah, totally. Um, you are riding him. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Wow. Uh, on the road. <laughs> And you hear it. Your your owl head kind of swivels to the left quickly as you hear the sound of music and crackling of fire and see off, just kind of off to your right on this photo, left if you were dry, uh, riding on the road in the Slavic woods there. Um, you see, down here by the S, a troop, a caravan, if you will, of colored tents. Wow. Very cool. That. How far away are they? Proceed? Uh, quarter mile. Uh, is I this think... music that we've heard before? It is music like... you've heard before. Oh. Well, I'm very excited for this then. Uh, I'll kind of uh, stop the uh, caravan and say, Stolas, I believe these are... Marius's people. Perhaps you and Marius would like to scout ahead and confirm. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, real quick, also, shout out to the chat. We got Toy Mafia, Brenton, Mark P, Eddie Mendez, Paul Schreiber. Uh, we also have someone typing hello loud. Joey Dahl. <laughs> Brenton Palmer. Sweet angels in the chat. Personal all ten of you guys. All ten of you guys. Sweet, sweet angels. We love you all. Uh, yeah, so they'll scout ahead. Okay. Uh, you guys begin to scout ahead. Uh, Marius and you take wing uh, from your mount. Uh, Caliban begins to kind of drift off to the right as his horse kind of slows to a trot as it begins to go into the woods. Uh, <laughs> and then is recorrected as Trundle comes on the right-hand side and uses his whole body to shift the horse the other direction uh, as you guys are riding. Um... As you fly over, sure as shit, colorful wagons, Vistani people sitting around a fire singing and playing music. It's kind of weird in the fact that the music itself, typically uh, as, a, as, a, as a warlock, Stolos, I guess actually is the way I'll approach it. As a warlock, you know, being in, in many taverns, that music travels in all directions when it's played, right? A full-on Doppler effect, depending on how fast you're going, where it's at, right? It, it just travels. And especially somewhere like the woods, even with the trees dampening some of the sound, this almost begins to shift towards you as if it's meant to lead you there, as if it's calling to you. Oh, that doesn't seem good at all. Um... Is this, I mean, I guess in terms of uh, the way that the, the music is sort of being aimed at me, I guess, uh, would, would Stolas 
recognize that kind of thing like as a spell or she, it just seems weird it's bardic in nature but not hostile you know that uh being a magic user, bards need to have inspiration to use their magic. Much like you have a patron who, you know, is kind of the daddy situation that gives you magic. Their magic <laughs> comes from within. Uh, <laughs> um, being the inner spirit of magic itself. It's fully arcane, but they are doing something with their magic to target you, leading you like a homing beacon to where they are. Uh, it's inviting, not necessarily hostile, if that okay. answers your question. Okay, yeah, because I was like, I don't know if that's like a, like a malicious type of luring, or if it's like a, like you said, like a more welcoming, uh, version of it. So, okay, uh, I'm going to continue um, forward into this uh, little enclave they've got going on. Perfect. Uh, Marius will kind of whistle towards you while you guys are flying. And then he'll nod his head backwards and use his hands and begin to kind of start floating back to the party um, that's on the road. Cool. Which means, Stolas, you are the first to land. Stand by. Top right, top left. They're still loading. Middle. Um, Let me try and paste you back down again here. Yeah. How's that? No? Maybe I have to drag over your actual token. I mean, it's pitch black, so. Dynamic lighting is off. Yeah, I'm not getting any map whatsoever. Daylight mode. Save setting. There we go. Perfect. There we go. Oh, I was so excited. I was like, none <laughs> of us can see. <laughs> so, we're all blind. <laughs> all right. Stolas, you touch down first. How do you proceed? Um, I'm just going to, like, go in as flashy as possible. I'm just going to swoop in and just land right by the fire in front of yeah. all those dudes. Uh, performance, if you're trying to be super flashy. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, I could do that. <laughs> Where are you, performance? There we go. 17. 17. You, you swoop in, and with a wave of your hand, uh, using your prestigitation, you, the fires turn this dark purple and just erupt straight upwards. As you three-point land in the fire itself, it goes out. <laughs> the shadows begin to swirl around you as you come to your full four-foot height where the fire once was. <laughs> and what do you say? Oh, shoot, I didn't think this far. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure I would roll very poorly. Uh, yeah, um... <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea what I'm going to say. <laughs> you just That's land like, and do like an awkward owl head tilt. <laughs> yeah, I'll, oh. I'll look I look towards one of them and I'll ask them uh, who, basically who's in charge of this uh, group of travelers. 
the gentleman on the top right, Ivan, who you have met before on the road to Velaki, falls off of his stump uh, in fear as he mu- he mutters the Vistani word for demon, uh, <laughs> being that you have chosen to just conjure yourself out of the flames. Um, the other two just are pissed drunk and start laughing so hard. <laughs> Uh, seeing seeing their friend just freak out. Oh uh, no! That's so bad. no. <laughs> I understand that reference. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So they they all simultaneously point to one tent being this big central tent that's set up. As you see a familiar old woman peeking through, smiling as she waves to you, and you hear her familiar voice as she says, "Stolas." More impressive than last time we met, I see. Well, thank you. I've been practicing. <laughs> uh, Madam Ava emerges from her colorful tent, uh, kind of looks around, and she's like, "Your friends are later than I expected." That being said, I guess you took wing. Uh, I actually didn't expect to see you all here either. So they never do. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm going to apologize to uh, the other guy, because I'm sorry, man. <laughs> he just scared you. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he gets up, and he has, like, wine spilt all over his colorful clothing, uh, and just kind of laughs it off, and then sits down at the fireplace on his stump, and then stands up and kind of just walks back towards one of the, the tables and begins to just make himself busy so he's not near you. Um, you can clearly tell he's, like, super embarrassed. As the rest of you approach, uh, Marius is leading Calamban's horse. He kind of has the reins and is, you know, kind of guiding him as he comes back in uh, on his own draft horse. Um, followed by Ozal, his Tressum, and of course, Burn and the Mighty Battle Ass. Ozal, what's happening? It seems we are in a Vastani camp. I believe Madame Ava the leader of this camp. These are Vistani we've met before. Okay. Yep. And the Vistani call goes out, one family, one people. Uh, They chauffeur your horses, except for, you know, your phantom steeds, which I imagine just kind of (laughs) go... And there's nothing there. And yeah, feel free, Ozal. I guess you, you can go first if you would like. Actually, is, let's go with Mark. Mark's talked the least. Mark, you can go first. Where am I going? I am, I'm blind. Yeah, that's a really good question. <laughs> uh, Marius will kind of get off of his horse and kind of come over to you, help you down off of yours, and he says, Here, let's go talk to the leader of my people. She may be able to cure you. Oh. And Marius will escort you over to what you would presume is an elderly human woman. Um, and he presents you to her, and he says, Madam Ava, this is our new friend Calamban. Him and Byrne were blinded in a fight last night. Can you offer them aid? Uh, she kind of strokes her somewhat hairy chin for an elderly lady, um, and you feel two small human hands just grab you by the snout as she begins to kind of move your head around. Uh, how do you react to that? 
I allow her to uh, witness the goods. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Take it in. But then I ask her, uh, what, what can you offer me? What can I do for you? How can I, how, how can I alleviate this blindness? Because I, I cannot see. Uh, she looks at you and you hear... <sighs> and she spits once in one of your eyes and begins to rub it in as she starts muttering under her breath and then does the same for the other eye. Um, Marius, as you're... Well, nope, you're not here. As Marius is standing there observing... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Caliban>. <laughs> I lost in my own my own story. Wow. <laughs> um, you feel like clay, uh, like you know, like when you wake up in the morning, your eyes are like super crusty, especially if you've been out like drinking way too much and you've no, slept in way too long. That's not normal. Yeah. Um, see a doctor. Mark knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I definitely know what you're these. talking about. <laughs> The spitting in my eye was like, I felt that personally. <laughs> I felt like it was a personal attack. Uh, as, as she does that um, and begins to rub your eyes, this curse that was once on you begins to fade as your eye sight slowly restores. Uh, it starts in frames of gray with shadows and light. And then as your eyes begin to adjust, you see this old woman. Are you guys talking about being blind? Not anymore. What? That's not fair. I can feel it. Oh. What do you feel? That's kind of what she looks like. She looks menacing. Does she want anything from me? Nope. She just I gives you two little, two little pats on your draconic scales. And she says, and where is the big one? <laughs> Hard to miss. <laughs> Raw talk for that question, sweetheart. <laughs> Uh, Bear. She, <laughs> she's so scaly. <laughs> uh, she gestures to you, Mark uh, Calamban, uh, to take a seat by the fire. Uh, Marius will kind of go and sit as the others will begin to tending to you, giving you food and wine uh, for the night. Burn. Um, Who said that? You feel Trundle lurch <laughs> for a second. Uh, and then you hear his emotional thoughts of, yeah, okay, I'm coming. Okay. And before you know it, you are, Trundle lays down and kind of nudges you to get off right next to, to Madam Ava. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boy. Uh, Mark's muted. I'm sorry. Yep. I knew as soon as I said it too, Mark. Uh, and then he leaves your side to go do what asses do. Uh, she asks you to remove your helmet. Yes, ma'am. And I do so. Now, this is the first time I think in canon you have removed your helmet. Yeah. What does Burn look like under his helmet? He's incredibly handsome. Like... For uh, Goliath, they look, they are, they're very strong browed. Um, they have like really broad noses. But uh, yeah, he's a pretty good looking guy. Uh, no scars, because he's a really good fighter, so he never gets hurt. Also, wears fucking armor everywhere. <laughs> sure, um, sure. No, no, uh, no bad guy has 
uh, laid claim on his skin. He's he's totally clean. Uh, a bit scruffy, but uh, yeah, not. Uh, he's got some uh, like blue tattoos that come down over his his eyes and down his cheeks. Hold on, just a second, Dean. Uh, Gigi in the chat says, "Say it with a steamy voice, Dean." Hey. <laughs> the tattoos flow from the top of his head down over his eyes down his cheekbones strong chin with scruff Dean, I'm what? dying because I have access to your Hero Forge character and I was like I wonder if you actually designed the helmet to be taken off so I took your helmet off and it's horrifying <laughs> <laughs> is it? it's horrifying <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, never, I didn't think to uh, do all that I'm dying I uh I've been watching a lot of Adventure Time with my oldest son, and when I first was thinking about, like, if Burn ever takes off his armor, I really thought it was going to be, like, a luscious mane of golden hair that spilled out, but I, I didn't want to tell you what you looked like, so. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna to go back on Hero Forge right now and fix that, because <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, I'll show you what she, he looks like in a bit. You got it. She does the same ritual to you. She leans you, like, grabs you by your head, which is more like the center of your um, half-plate armor, and she tugs, and she's like, bend down to some young man. And she forces your your body, or tries as much as she can until you kind of concede, until she can put her hands on your face. She kind of rolls your head around as she mutters under her breath, and then you hear the same thing. <sighs> And she spits right into one of your eyes and begins to rub her hand into it while she's muttering. Ew. How do you respond to that? What is this odd sensation? Uh, as you feel it, it's almost as if this curse, whatever is clinging to you, begins to release as one eye is cleared. And your perfectly blue eyes? Is that what I saw on your horrific uh, character? Yeah, he's got design? blue eyes. Okay. One perfectly orbular, beautiful blue eye. I'm sorry. (laughs) It shows. Uh, And then the other, as the blindness is lifted from you, from Madame Eva. And... Thank God. I thought I'd never see again. How could I see my sweet boy, Trundle? (laughs) Uh, Trundle begins to burr, and he honk. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's all she has for you. She kind of gestures to the fire as she scans the rest of the party, uh, stopping with her eyes on you, Ozal. I will take my hat off and give a sweeping bow and say, thank you, Madam Eva, for helping burn in Caliban. It is well. Uh, she grabs one side of her yurt. Tent. Ew. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Draws it back and gestures you inside, saying, Before you enter, we have found, excuse me, a cure to your curse. But when you come in, you cannot take anything out with you. So, those items you wish to keep, you should leave with your friends. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, I will walk to burn, 
and say, Burn, my boy. It's good to see you again. Who and said I'll that? Look into oh, his eyes. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look into his eyes, make sure everything looks good, and it, it appears to be fine. And I will. Uh, may I have the bag of folding, please? Of course. I hand it over. I will put my staff in the bag of holding. I'll remove the sword belt in my component pouch and put it in there as well. Uh, as well as, uh, I guess, my, my hat and my robe. So I'm just kind of in undergarments and say, hold these for me, Burn. Of course. I'm not allowed to take anything in the tent. And I will, uh, I believe that's everything that I have, and I'll tell him to look after Vor. Yeah. Uh, Vor will kind of join the party by the campfire, and she ushers you inside the tent. She looks to the rest of you, uh, and she says, We will meet you on the road to Yester Hill. Please. Take the time tonight to rest and feast, and Ozal and I will join you in the morning as we lift this curse. Um, she then will walk over to you, Burn, before she comes in the tent, Ozal. She says, Burn, we have a cot loaded with a very large asset I wish for you to take. Is imperative that it is not broken or opened. Okay. What is it? She will walk you over to uh, kind of one of the smaller carts and she says, I believe Trundle should be able to pull this, yes? She kind of. Easily. My boy can do anything. In this cart is a very large clay pot. Um. Probably four foot wide by four and a half feet tall. There is an iron band that has been pressed into the clay as it was uh, drying or annealing um, with a giant cork on top. And she says, do not open it under any circumstances. It's nothing okay. dangerous. It is for Ozal. I understand. Uh, she then bids you all good night and rests in her tent. Now, Ozal, we'll come back to you because this, uh, this is going to take a little bit. The rest of you, how do you spend your evening? Um, I have, I don't know if I can use any of these, but I do have a few scrolls here that I could read. Yeah, what um, which ones do you have? Uh, let's see. I have a spiritual weapon scroll, a protection from poison scroll, and a blessed spell scroll. So, anyone at any time can attempt to read a spell. Um, there's some magic stuff that goes with it, and some arcana rolls you have to make to cast the spell itself. The specific scrolls you have, more or less, are for... Two of them are for combat. The Blessed Spell itself uh, allows you to roll a d4 and add that for a duration of time. And multiple people can have that, which is kind of cool. Uh, so it's a really good combat spell. Same thing with Spiritual Weapon. Marius actually uses Spiritual Weapon in combat. 
And it's that big red floating sword that you guys always see that kind of just pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, the protection from poison uh, is kind of a situational spell. So you could read them and use them, but at this time, doing so kind of would almost be a waste because not, there's not really a, a combat or a cause. Oh, I but see. I thought it was that. just something that you could learn and then after you've studied it. But it's it's something like that you consume in that situation. Correct. They are one-time okay. use castable spells. Cool. Okay. Got it. Yeah, I think... Right. Um, yeah, I don't have any other books or anything, so I'm just going to take the time to rest. Okay. Will you make me a constitution check, Stolos? Sure, I can do that. Let's see. Uh, where are you? <clears throat> there it is. 22. Holy cow. Well, you... As you are sitting by the fire, enjoying this food, the food is enough to sustain you. As you look into the night sky, you see, as is normal, the red star that follows you in this place. Your, your god, your desire, your everything your elder being, right? As you were kind of looking at the ashes of the fire, there's a small wind that picks up and it kind of wafts. It wafts around the fire and continues towards this gentleman. And the ash just settles around his feet in a perfect circle. And as it does that, the word food appears in the flames. Do with that what you will. Burn, how do you spend your evening? Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to hang out with Trundle because he's my dude. Make sure he's fed and taken care of. Yeah. Because he's my guy. He he is your guy. He uh he has transcended his mortal coil, so now he just gets to have the uh he gets to keep the bod but eat whatever he wants. You know, it's that like one genie wish we all wish we could have. Right? Eat anything, never get any wake, still look sexy. At least it's my my genie wish. But uh Yeah. Nice. Okay. Calamban, you you're a little out of place in this group. How are you doing? You're on mute, Mark. <laughs> Colin Ben had a long weekend. <laughs> yes. I'm here to support my group. I uh, sent many blessings, and I'm waiting for YouTube to come through with... Did it come through? Payment successful. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Caliban put the blessings up to the gods. Oh. It should be... There it is. Where does that pop up? I'm Did it so come sorry. Through? Zach, that's a question pop... for you. Did you it buy ha a... It hasn't a come in yet. <laughs> okay. Oh, there. All right. We'll, uh... Oh, no. I'm a... Calamban's embarrassed. 
He put in a super chat did not did not go through. <laughs> payment declined. <laughs> I said payment was successful. You son of a bitch. You fucking PayPal. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll come back to that. Come back, come yep. back, come back to Caliban. He's gonna. Well, who do you want to bless? Who do you want to bless? So we could do it, and we'll. I, I know you're good for it. The the group. You have to oh, choose wow. one person, so you can make it random with the random wheel. Yeah, you can let's, bless yourself. Or let's hit it. Let's hit it. Do. Let's hit it with the random wheel, and I'm gonna put it back through again. All right. <laughs> Zachary, take it away. All right, let's do the D and D character random wheel. <laughs> James Bond? Yeah, man. <laughs> wow, Burn Dawnbringer. Burn Dawnbringer. With the Bless. So let's go to the Bless wheel. Are you ready, Dean, for your Bless? Or, yes. Uh, bless that boy. All right, let's see what sweet Burn Dawnbringer gets. A million gold pieces? DM stress intensifies. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh, you get a free shit. critical hit on and on the critical table whenever you want tonight. Hey. So that's a free twenty. Beautiful. Very good. Absolutely Very beautiful. Good. Oh, you love to see it. Let's give a round of applause to our first super chat. Thank you, Mark. Did it's it finally channel? Did it finally come through? No, I don't know. We'll, we'll settle up after the show. Holy shit. <laughs> I might have to um, PayPal. <laughs> that's fine. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, so Dean, when combat happens, because it's Curse of Strahd, so combat's going to happen, and at any time, you may declare that one of your attacks is a free critical hit. Nice. This can do two things for you. Number one, A, you get a free 20, so that's kind of dope. You can either just take double damage, or you can roll D100s for critical hit on the critical hit table given to us from our friends over at Reddit, from the D&D subreddit. Cool. So, when you're ready, you just let me know, okay? Nice. I, I would suggest the table, because there's a chance of getting a times three or times six, but uh, that's just me. Oh, man. That'd be sick. Yeah. All right, Caliban uh, makes sacred offerings to his barbarian gods. That, uh, cool. Marius will kind of drink and laugh and sing and tell stories as the night passes. Uh, anyone else want to do anything tonight before we move on? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get some food here. All right, Stolas, lay it on me. What's your plan? My plan is to use the mask of many faces to disguise myself as another Vistani. <laughs> and hopefully try to lure this dude out. Okay. Uh, tell me more. Go ahead. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, wait, did someone move me? I, was... I did. Sorry, I wasn't sure if you were wanting to be over in the, the woods. Yeah, because I don't want someone to see me transform. Uh, yeah, I got you. Into my disguise. And uh, I'm just going to walk over, uh, t or have Stolas walk over to this uh, Vistani gentleman over here. 
<laughs> and uh, deceive him, hopefully, uh, with a request for uh, help getting firewood. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, have you taken a female form, a male form, uh, somewhere in between? Would uh, paint pay me a word <clears throat> picture. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, kind of like uh, a male form, since that's what Stolas is used to seeing between Marius and the men around the fire. So that's what he's more familiar with. Okay. Yeah, you take your hello, fellow humans form uh, <laughs> as you walk over uh, to him. He he is still embarrassed. He is just kind of cleaning up after dinner, uh, the plates and bowls, uh, wiping them out putting them back in this trunk as they begin to pack up for the day. Uh, and he sees you, and he says, Oh, how can I... We, hello, yes, hello! <coughs> Excuse me, I, I am probably going to screw up this accent, but... <laughs> That's okay. As Solace is going to give it a shot. Uh, hello, I need some help gathering firewood. It, yeah, give me deception. Or performance, actually. Either one. Oh, uh, let's see. Which one's higher? Uh, I guess they're both the same. So, we'll do... 14. Um, let me... Make a charisma check back at you. Sorry, roll 20 is loading. That's a... 3... He fails. Um, he, yep, of course. He sets down his things, heads out uh, with you, and uh, begins to just pepper you with questions. He's like, "Are you? Did you come with the other adventurers? Are you a part of the, the troop? I, I've never seen you." Um. Oh shoot. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm a uh, associate of Marius Rudari. Oh, Marius, he's one of the special ones, you know. Uh, special ones. Yes, yes, of course. Sorry, I, I, I didn't get that because your mic kind of broke out. Oh, sorry. Yes, he is one of the very special blessed Vistani, is he not? He kind of is idly, you know, picking up dry sticks off the ground, walking with you. Smart of you to go out in pairs. So many wolves in Borovia. Yeah, they are everywhere. And, uh, honestly, when the wings came out, it was pretty astonishing. Yes. I've never seen a Vistani with wings. Ah. Jealous. Uh, he pulls out a, f a flask and takes a hard sip out of it and offers some to you. I'll take a sip. Now, Stolas, you give me insights super quick. Okay. Seventeen. You grab the flask and pause for just the barest of a second. As you realize, you are a four-foot-tall creature. I'm assuming, if I may, as a dungeon master, if you are to be in this ruse... Uh, of disguise self, you have made yourself one foot taller. Yeah, I think more... it, it'll let me at least go up to like a general uh, 
I don't know, I guess like a short person. Sure, sure. Do you pour it into your imaginary face? My imaginary face? Yes, so if you read the description of the spell, breaking the spell basically means that if you, Stolas, were to drink it at your normal height, where your mouth is now, would cause the illusion to, like, glitch, almost. Yeah, you'd be, like, drinking into your chest. Exactly. Oh, crap. (laughs) 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 I actually did not know that. So, what do you do? Okay, well, I'm going to have to think my way out of this one, so I'm just going to... Oh, you know what? I think I see a nice pile of dry wood over here. Uh, So I just sort of brush over to it (laughs) with the the glass in hand. (laughs) Okay. So I don't have to actually physically drink. And then... (laughs) um, I'm just going to attempt now that he's kind of far away and distracted, hopefully, by the pile of wood. Totally. To... Bundle of sticks. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> 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 That's from Mark. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I understood the reference. I can't say it out loud. I wanted to cancel it. I'm sorry. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and... Um, Use my ability uh, called, let's see, what was it? The Hunger of the Chosen to do as my god wishes and consume this Fistani man. Yeah. Who is dumb enough to trust me. Uh, Will you highlight Joey Dahl's comment uh, from Uh, 7.53 p.m.? It might be my favorite thing right now. I feel uh, sorry for this poor guy. I get scared shitless now. He's lunch. <laughs> well, dinner, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh, where he's going is uh, arguably much worse than anything in uh, in this land, so... You're on mute, Cody. Oh, sorry. I was trying to... Yes. You... How, I mean, how do you do it? Or do you want me to, to, to describe it for you? How would you like me to proceed? Yeah, so uh, for anyone who's just tuning in or has never actually seen Solas do something this terrible before, which he has, um, <laughs> he wears a crystal on uh, that kind of like hangs from his antlers. And it essentially is sort of like a, a portal in and of itself between this realm and wherever Hadar resides. And uh, when he gets to the point where he can no longer ignore the physical hunger of himself, or I guess he can sort of also feel it in a way that Hadar hungers constantly, uh, he really can't ignore it. So what he does is it, this crystal sort of like opens up that portal and the tentacles shoot out from it to wrap around whatever victim he's chosen that day so that Hadar may consume them for his own uh, for his own purposes exactly this is the this is Dini's star 
uh, that is Hadar from the Great Outer Darkness, a full-blown eldritch horror that is her warlock patron, or his warlock, sorry, his warlock patron. Um, so yeah, the, the crystalline charm has this uh, gem in the middle. It's shaped like this four-pointed star as it hangs off her antlers. Uh, the central eye is normally closed, and it just looks like a, a really beautiful shaped ruby kind of inset with this uh i mean if you were to look really close at it it's almost inset with an obsidian rim which is physically impossible right with how brittle and uh, obsidian is as the eye opens it creates this tiny swirling vortex as these ruby tentacles shoot out as you go down on the ground to you know pull up these sticks your owl head shifts all the way behind you as he stops in his tracks like what the fuck as the illusion of your physical head is snapped all the way around you trigger the charm which breaks your spell as it happens he is just engrossed in horror and he's like wait a minute it's you and as he says you eight tentacles ruby slippery wet shoot with precision piercing him this time normally they come out and they wrap around they're almost like an octopus tentacle with barbed vines and drag the victim in this time they're sharp and rigid still wet and slippery and gross as they skewer him one through his throat one through either shoulder and one through each leg hands feet he is lifted up as you begin to look towards the star, which begins to glow with an intensity above head of you. Stolas. His body then begins to become... Like, pieces of it are almost being, like, ripped off. Almost as if you were to throw dust in the air, like, in-game style. The, the ash, as it begins to be consumed, begins being sucked into the charm. As his body turns to ash the tentacles fade. They fall into this puddle of blood and then are sucked back inside as the eye closes. Pretty fucking uh -huh. awesome, if I do say so myself. Yeah. There is nothing left of this gentleman. Not a scream in the night. Nothing. He is now gone. Rip. One of the Ivan brothers. Uh, how did you just return back to camp? Yeah? Like nothing happened? Well, what do you do? Yeah. I'm just going to uh, stroll back to camp from possibly another direction entirely just to be safe. Yeah. Maybe down by the horses. Yeah. I'll come out through here, which is where I had gone before. Okay. You do so. Um, you climb into one of the... Oh, go ahead. Whoever was Stolos, what are you doing over here by Trundle? <laughs> you see Burn tending to Trundle. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be over there, sorry. That's all right, I got you. I wanted to check on our glorious battle ass. You seem to have come out of nowhere. How long were you back there? <laughs> I had um, personal matters to attend to. Hmm. You get my drift. Must be my eyes. I might not have seen you. Still adjusting. How are you feeling? 
Well, it's great having my vision back, but the whole situation was not pleasant. Well, uh, it was you? certainly pleasant for me. You have uh, quite the uh, attractive face, Burn. I'm sure you get all the ladies. Nice. Yeah, I don't struggle. What about you <laughs> with your uh, owl folk? Burn uh, is a dawnbreaker, so. <laughs> More like a backbreaker. Dawn is coming. Yeah. Wow. Dawn, the, dong, the dong bringer. Yeah. The dong bringer. <laughs> you must not do too bad yourself, Stolas. I don't really know how to judge how good looking owl folk are, but. Um, well, I'm still technically a fledgling, so I can't say I've ever tried. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know that. <laughs> Maybe you can give me some pointers. I pat him on his little four-foot-high head. I'll take you under my <laughs> wing. Get it? Wing? Did you get it, Stolas? Oh, excellent. Because you have oh, wings? Oh, yes, perfect. Okay, I... Okay. <laughs> Let's head back to camp. Sure. All right. See uh, you, Trundle. And we stroll off back to camp. They have set up another tent for your party. Uh, kind of oh. next to the horses for everyone to sleep in overnight. Um, Caliban, as you are heading back, you see... Ozal's winged cat named Vor, who you have come to kind of commemorate and know. Um, he is just kind of sitting outside of the tent as you're walking over, going to sleep. Uh, he quivers for a second and then begins to fade. Well, I, I uh, carry this new Oops. companion and I, I want to join this, join my party. So I, I walk towards towards uh, the Dawnbreaker and D Darius and Marius, Marius and everybody else. Enjoy the party. Okay. Sorry, I didn't realize that it would go completely black if I took off your. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, same thing happened to me, so I was a little confused. It's fine. Just go ahead and leave it because he's he's gone, Zach. Um, I'm under the impression we're full resting here. Uh, you are not yes. only full resting, but the tent that has been supplied for you is magic in nature and actually takes away your exhaustion. Yeah, you love to see it. Uh, morning comes uh, with one fewer Vistani. Uh, the other four. Uh, kind of are making breakfast in camp. They don't say a whole lot to you. Um, it's not uncommon for people to go missing. But uh, thank you, Zach. Yep. Yeah. They allow you to pack up with your new small cart, uh, assemble trundle, and they tell you that Ozol will meet you on the road. 
as you guys I don't like out. leaving without Ozol, but I haven't been without him on my side in many a moons, but it must be done. Of course. To Yester Hill. Ozol, back to you. I can't wait to see this, not gonna lie. You better roleplay the shit out of this. You are in the tent with Madame Ava, who is sitting across from you. She gestures to you to a chair and tells you to sit. I will sit. Well, Thanos, I have found a way to break your curse to Strahd. It is most unpleasant. Tell me, what do you have in mind? When you came to me originally, I took a sample of your blood without you knowing. I then performed multiple divinations to figure out how and why this curse has been tethered to you. You are the undying one, no? You die and you come back. Or that so is the correct. Legend says. That is correct. She kind of gently takes your hand with the ring on it and holds it up to you. Um, this golden ring that uh, has a kind of a ruby set into it uh, actually has these like large protruding teeth that come from the inside of the ring that have kind of sunk not only into your skin, but like literally all the way down to the marrow. It's festering and gross, but it doesn't seem to be getting worse. The curse is tied to your blood. So, if you were to die, the curse would persist. So we need to move you to a new body. Do you understand? Same of course. New body. This gives of course. you... Two advantages. One, Strad has placed a beacon of sorts upon this ring. It took me much time to unravel its magic and look deep within it. But when you die, he will know. And he will think you are gone for good when you do not raise. Two, a new body is a new chance. She slides a large vial across the table to you. And she says, drink. This will bring you to your new form. I will drink the liquid. You drink the purple warm poison which has utterly no effect on you. Madame Ava's face is patient and patient and patient as the realization of the situation begins to set in. The horror starts to kind of creep over her face as she realizes what she has done. This poison that she has gone far and wide to find that should kill any normal person has no effect on you because you are part snake. <laughs> To keep the meme alive. There we go. Hi, lady. <laughs> oh, man. I am Yanti now. Poison has no effect on my body. 
then we must do it the old-fashioned way. Shall I? Or shall you? Please, do me the honor. She stands and begins to kind of mutter words to herself as she sticks one hand to the top of the tent where the shadows are, grasping it. As her hand retracts, she pulls a blade made of pure shadow from the roof. And she says, it has been an honor working with you, Osal. And in one deft stab, she stabs you through the heart. You... <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've already had blood in your mouth once today. It comes back up again. But instead of being this kind of red cursed blood from a hag, it's almost green in nature due to your snake-like nature. You begin to fade as you can feel the slowing of your heart as you slump. And then it happens. But unlike last time, you start to remember, Ozal. You are dragged through a tunnel. Your, your eyesight begins to kind of fade and waver as the blood loss takes in. It's not your first time dying. You're an old man. This is part of your curse and power. And as you awaken, you are in pitch black darkness. You can hear the sound of dripping water as it echoes across this plain. The blackness is so thick it's palpable. It's wet, it's heavy, it's oppressive. As you reach your hand out, you can feel this hewn stone wall that you begin to follow. And you're not quite sure if this is what happens every time you die, whether it's the path to reincarnation, whether it's the clone spell that has going off, you know, whatever happens, your consciousness has left this plane of reality and is somewhere else. As you walk along this dark, wet hall, the incline begins to get steeper. You stumble, you trip, but you keep going. You keep following this path straight ahead until out of nowhere, there's bright purple light. Your hand along the wall stops and the curtain of fog as you step out ends into this large cavernous space. You have gone up, but you are still somewhere under the earth. You can feel it because you can feel the pressure in your ears, Ozol, as it echoes across this cavern. This wall of force that is in front of you, you can make out some sort of chamber, large, vast chamber, hundreds and hundreds of feet across. In the center of this chamber, there is a man. He is like kneeling almost. As you begin to look closer, your eyes begin to focus as you look through this plane of force. You realize that as you are standing there, you have everything that you normally have. You have your staff, you have the crystal, your blue robes. You look at yourself in the reflection of this purple light and you are years younger, Ozol. You're like 12 or 14 in your youth. This pillar begins to brighten 
as the room. There's all of these runes carved up. Uh, the cave, the cave above, is a couple hundred feet high. In the middle is this man who is kneeling. There is a uh, large rock resting on his back. His arms are out to either side, and there is a column under his body, almost as if he's being crushed between the column and the rock on his back. As he flexes his arms and moves, either rock that is suspended, uh, there are these chains that go from his body to the roof and then back down, with these two large rocks holding him in place. As he moves one arm down, you can see the weight on the center rock over his back shift as he begins to look at you. There have been runes carved all over the base of this pillar and then as they light up you can see this chasm up here it's about a hundred feet across from where you be behind this plane of force uh as they fill they go up his body and you can see tattoos that begin to light up with arcane energy the chains themselves have hundreds of little arcane runes etched into them the rocks begin to glow as this blue light bathes everything in the center of this pillar this man who is being tormented or tortured or uh, you know being enclosed in this section you see your mentor merlin how can this be and i'll walk up to merlin you cannot there is a there's this plane of force that is stopping you from entering this chamber but you feel a hand resting upon your shoulder, young Ozal. I look at the hand, and I guess, who's, whose hand is this? Uh, sorry, give me one second to drag up a couple pictures here. So, young Ozal for anyone who's curious there. None other than Ozols. For 10 bonus points, which Ozol is that? Uh, the infinite? That is Ozol the infinite. What is the meaning of this? <laughs> he smiles at you and he said, This is what has become of our master. He taps your crystal. He says, Do you know what you carry? and why you carry it. It was a gift. It's the Magus Crystal, given to me by Merlin himself. It is the Shard of Tenebris, a world egg. The power to create an entirely new realm in your hands. This is Othanus, we are mages of time and space we can see the future the past the present we can travel the infinite realms of the cosmos but we are still only bound to the effects of reality itself altering fabrics of history time space are all extremely dangerous but this this ozal has the power to create a demigod merlin lost the world egg once it was taken from him from Strahd. He did terrible, terrible things to retrieve it. And it can only be given, not taken. When Strahd came into possession to it, he was not able to use it. 
but because it has been given to you, perhaps you can. He gestures to this plane of force and to Merlin, who looks up at you. You can see this normal man, any normal man, would be crushed under the weight of these boulders. Not only would your arms be ripped out of their sockets, since they're, you know, wrapped around his wrist and to the roof and then suspended above him, but you can see glowing red lines that meet at these runes, almost like his veins themselves are flowing with some sort of demonic, arcane energy. As they intersect with the runes, you can see the runes are multiple colors. Some are white, some are red, some are blue, some are cyan, some are purple. They're tattooed in there to suck the energy, is what Ozal the Infinite says. He says, the whole chamber is designed as a continual force. The energy his body emits from this demonic pact he made to reclaim the shard has made him so powerful in his own right that he is literally a demigod. We have imprisoned him here until we can help him, but if he is to escape or if the runes are to be breached, the chamber could be overloaded. That is what happened to Merlin. This, the, the chronosphere from when the explosion was meant as a diversion. A, well, it's complicated. Not just a diversion, but a, a way out. He was trying to beat his demonic pact. But debts must be paid, Ozol. All debts. Merlin looks up to you and whispers. The light in the shadow. And as he speaks, his whispering voice, because he's being compressed, essentially, as long as his arms are not being pulling down on this central rock. So if he pulls both arms into his side, it lets off a little bit of weight from the rock on his back. At some point, he gets exhausted, and then it goes back to kind of crushing him. And he's in this constant state of having to use energy to save his own life while being boosted and supercharged by the demonic energy in his own body. His eyes begin to go from a perfect white, kind of almost glowing halo, as they cloud over with this black, inky darkness. He says, you have the shard now, but you will not hold it. And his voice lowers by a couple octaves and takes on three registers. That of a high-pitched woman, a darker one of a bass, like, demonic and his normal pitch. And as that happens, you are struck in the back of your head. Your body falls as you feel claws grasp at your leg. You see Ozal the Infinite turn as darkness swallows you and you're dragged back into the cloud. Ozal, you begin to drown and thrash. The rest of you that are on this cart begin to see this large clay pot shudder. Marius looks down and he's like, what is, what is happening? What is wrong with this pot? Burn! Should we open it? <clears throat> no! I was giving clear orders never to open it. But it's moving! 
man. The witch said not to do it. And last time I tangled with the witch, it didn't end well. Marius, trades glance with you, Stolas. Should we open it? Um, well, I think that if uh, the madam instructed Burr not to touch it, we should leave it alone. He shoots a side eye to you, Calamban, with kind of a nudge, and then like throws his head forward like at the jar, and then looks at you, and he nods his head like up and down, like, yeah, do it. Caliban has his own experiences with witches, and he knows. Don't touch it. <laughs> Don't walk, walk away. <laughs> Personally. Ozal, you begin to thrash harder, swimming up. You can see this lake of green fluid, almost like you're floating in an ooze. And there's a light at this tunnel. And below you, there is this large black hand that is holding you. Which, what do you do? Do you let go and sink under the weight of this hand, or do you swim towards the light? Swim towards the light. That's all. You swim and you swim. The lungs of your body, your new body, are burning under the weight of this uh, oppression that is dragging you down. As you surface, you shatter the edges of this clay pot. They begin to fly around as bright light streaming down from the sky hits the cart. You begin to profusely vomit up this green ichor as you're body, this young 14-year-old Ozol, completely naked, emerges from the pot. Your body shifts and, and goes through multiple changes in the course of a few seconds. You feel chills as your hair begins to grow and you, you rapidly age. You go from 14 to 30 in the space of mere breaths. 40 to 50, 50 to 60, 60 to 70, as your body begins to equal out as Ozol, you arrive in your new body. Welcome back. <coughs> Burn my boy. Oh my god. Oh. <coughs> Hand me the bag. Here you go. And I will open the bag of holding and begin rummaging and grabbing my things from the bag. Is my gold in there that you owe me? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know what you speak of, my boy. <coughs> Where are we? We're on the road back to uh, what's that place called? Do we have the seed? Uh... How long has yeah. it been? I don't know, a couple hours? A couple of hours? My boy. It's been half a day. Up and up I walked, it felt like a lifetime. Oh, a few through the darkness. My god. What have your old eyes seen, Ozal? You're so old. <laughs> your eyes. They must have seen so many things. It was dark, my boy. That's how old they are. Up and up I walked. Like, how could someone be so old? <laughs> okay. 
All right. Well, I guess no one cares to hear my story. I'm going to just grab <laughs> my robes and no, begin getting going, dressed. No, no, that's fine. I'm going to get dressed. I'll I feel, tell those that are interested at the, at the campfire later. I feel, I feel personally attacked on the old shit. Oh, old Caliban. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he felt real old yesterday. <laughs> all, right. all you reach into the bag and withdraw your white clothing, I'm assuming? Yes. A symbol of your rebirth. Tucked into the pocket is a note. And it has a very familiar sigil on it. All right. It's your sigil. It is the Council of Ozal's sigil. Wow. Do you choose to read it now? Or do you uh, read it? Yeah. I'll kind of sit in a corner and begin reading. It's extremely short. The top half says, Darkness is coming, little light, and it will consume you. I will take the Shard of Tenebris, for it holds the power to devour and create worlds. The lower half, in purple ink, says, Find the Genosphinx, for it holds the answers. And the letter turns to water in your hand as it flows down, hitting the bottom of the cart, and dissipates into fog. Wow. There's also all this nasty green ichor all over the, the cart now. Uh, and probably Ozal's dinner slash lunch. I'll cast Prestidigitation to unsoil the cart. Yeah, you begin to squeegee off this ichor out the side Magic. and onto the ground as it kind of mixes with the dirt. My boy, how long do we have until Yesterhill? Burn, that's you. Oh, what did you say, Ozal? How long do we have until Yesterhill? Another half a day, I assume. Very good. Are you rested? I believe you seemed quite exhausted last we spoke. Oh, fully rested. I feel great. And Void? Ozal looks great. Where is yeah, Vor? you look, hell, 20, 30 years younger. I mean, wow. you're still old, but so old. Thank you, my boy. I liked you better when you were blind. <laughs> <laughs> um, those of you who have not, feel free to take a full rest. Uh, you too, Ozol. Uh, take off any of the conditions you have. Heal yourself back up to full. Take back your spell slots. All that fun stuff. Gotcha. Uh, is Vor still with us, or is he gone? Vor is gone. Vor, so when you died, which is essentially... <laughs> What happened when Madame Ava was, uh, you know, helping you? Uh, you stop focusing on his spell, and I want to say if you read through the spell itself, if you become Don't incapacitated, he disappears. I know, but I think you have to be conscious for the spell to work. Either way, he's gone. But you okay, have time to resummon him if you would like to. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and start working on that. Okay. Uh, and I'll cast him in the form of an owl this time. Cool beans. Uh, can you describe, is it daytime right now, or nighttime, or evening? It is midday. You guys left relatively early in the morning. Um, 
Yeah. Midday, it's not raining. It's still misty. There, as I've described many times, the, when the sun rises in Barovia, it is the Portland sky. It's gray. It's bleak. It's not like some like fun summer Portland where there is actually some days of sunshine. It's always overcast. It's not raining today, which is nice. Uh, the cart you're in is real shoddy, like real shoddy. Uh, so every bump you run over, it just kind of, you know, lurches the whole cart. Uh, it's not designed to carry this many people. Um, but yeah, you see on probably, let me drag you back to the map here. You guys get to about here. Oops, sorry. Two hexes away. Yeah, um, back up. That's alright. My roll 20 crashed. Give me one second. But go on, just keep describing what we got. You see this cairn. Um, just based off of passive perceptions and histories and backgrounds. Um, Calamban, you probably know the most about this, actually, being that you're a barbarian. Uh, does that go ahead and enlarge that image? Yep. You see Yester Hill. It is a burial cairn um, made by tribal people. It is a hill that is literally made of not only rock but cairns of bodies that have been buried. There are these mounds of rocks that have been piled around these bodies of warriors that have been inset into the ground. On the hill itself, you can see this central rings of Bro, rocks. that's Weathertop. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. <laughs> uh, central rings of cairns um, that make walls, almost as if there maybe was a temple there. There is a large, like wooden effigy but you can't make out what it is from this far away and a singular massive tree like really really big really old it has no leaves on it but it's there and you can make out figures moving through yester hill um uh, how do i head it, towards a tree is it now uh is it now late evening, I guess, Cody, or is it night yet? Uh, it is not quite night. The sun is getting ready to probably begin setting. And let me actually put you guys on the map here, where you guys are at. And okay. we'll talk about this battle map a little bit, too, because it is quite different from any map we have oh used. When you pulled up that photo, I legit thought it was Weathertop. I was like, oh, that? Oh, yeah, I started Tangwan. <laughs> Uh, Cody, in the last hour of the long rest, can I do the uh, mage armor casting? Of course. Yep. Gotcha. Thank you. So uh, Mark, make sure you heal yourself because you're going to need it for this battle. I don't. I don't see myself on this map. He hasn't pulled it up. Just yet. go to your uh, player sheet. You should be able to do it from there. Oh, okay. Uh, press go all, all the way buttons. to the the top right of the map as well. Marius, Ozol. Uh, and Trundle the Battle Ass. And I forgot Stolas. Oh, come on. This map is different because each square is 30 feet. Okay. 
So you can actually encompass multiple people within one square, right? Uh, Combat-wise, this might get a little complicated, so we're going to simplify it by saying if you are adjacent to a square, <laughs> plus, you can hit plus, that sorry. person. If you're in that square, you can hit that person. Um, anything outside of that square is when we have to start doing math for casting spells. And if your spell is not more than 30 feet, uh, then you have to be on the same square as that person. Gotcha. But before okay. we jump into this, Zach, can we actually take like a, just a really quick five-minute break? I super have to go potty. Sure. You want us to okay. roleplay for a bit? If you want to, yeah. I'll be right back. Real quick, I have to super heal myself. How do I heal myself? I, I, I'm go, to your, go to your player sheet, go to core, okay. perfect. and then core. your hit points, it'll tell you your hit point maximum. So just bring it back up to your full hit points. Oh, okay. All right, while well, uh, they're doing yeah. that... I would like to hear more about the story you were supposed to tell us earlier. Thank you, Stolas, for caring about Ozal the Wise. I do uh, care. Some people. I want to hear. Know, when, when Burn was blind, I practically babied him. Raised him since he was a boy and he doesn't care about me. Um, <laughs> I was literally anyway. asking you and then you threw a tantrum. <laughs> I was old and cranky. I just died, bro. Uh, <laughs> sure. So I, I wrote something here, but then Burn kind of ruined it. Uh, but uh, I will begin describing what happened. So, uh, I awoke in darkness, and I, as far as the eye could see, in front of me there was a path leading up, and I traveled for what seemed like a lifetime. I saw my master at the end of, of the walkway, chained and tormented, magic energy flowing through his body, I saw others who also called themselves Ozals, though they were quite different. They said the shard that my master had given me was the Shard of Tenebris, that it held the power to create worlds. I was told that my master had, had acquired this item through deals with demons, and that the fate that he had before me was the result of deals he had struck to get it back. If you recall, I told you a story of my master falling using a chronosphere during the spell plague. One of the Ozals told me that this was simply a distraction, and that the resulting blast was an attack as a result of this bargain. I was told that it will be taken from me, because this, this crystal has the power to create worlds. I do not know if this is true, but I do believe I need to save my master. And I will kind of change subjects and say, I think we should approach this with a bit of stealth. What do you think, Burn? I don't know such things. I usually lean to you for your wise counsel. So whatever you decided to, I'm with you. Vor can scout the area, though we need to wait till sundown. At sundown, he'll be able to blend in with the darkness a bit more. In fact, the form I've chosen is of a simple owl. I do not believe it'll attract much attention. I can have him scout the area, report back to us. And then we'll decide... 
what course of action is best for us to take to retrieve this seed? I have returned. Caliban, what do you think? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm back. Jesus, Mark. <laughs> oh uh, what say? What say you, Caliban? I say I'm with those all. I am a barbarian. I am. Not, I am not that wise, as you can see. My good fellow, this mission requires a bit of tact. Perhaps no yelling this time, during the stealth mission. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Unlike last time, you're like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Cody, I think what we've decided to do is wait till sundown, or at least until the night happens, so we can scout kind of under the cover of darkness. Okay. Do you want me to describe the area? You can zoom all the way out if you want, really quick, and I will. Uh... Yeah, I guess I'll also get Trundle and the cart off the road, kind of tucked behind some uh, foliage. Okay. Just in case more. Druids come that we're not like all huddled around the cart in the middle of the walkway. Right, right. Yeah, so we'll get maybe like here, somewhere just off the road. Okay. That'll be our base of operations. Sorry, I'm pulling different areas. So typically I don't actually show like the area markers. Okay. For y'all. But uh, I think it's kind of important to understand the scale of Yesterhill. So I'm pulling them all onto the map. And those will be, for those of you watching with Roll20, there is uh, like DM guide notes. So if you're trying to learn how to dungeon master or you have questions on my side of the screen, I actually can see multiple layers. Uh, so each of these kind of has a clear overlay that lays on the map. And it actually, there's a pop-out guide that you can show perfect i think that this uh i i messed up when i said that each square is 30 feet it's actually 50 feet wow so a thousand feet to the yeah my, wow. my apologies okay um you guys um, are going to actually get some prep time too to so that you're not going to this battle like straight up cold okay so what that mean um Basically, the way that this works, Yester Hill is on a hill. Anything that has the, the hash marks, if you can see those, um, like these, yeah. are inclines. It doesn't take any movement in this situation to climb up it, but more or less will show you what layer you're standing on. Each of these cairns is here, so they can be used as cover. They are huge. You're talking, you know, probably mass graves of these warriors. Um, that have been buried here. So cover's going to come into play in this battle. Movement's going to be coming into huge play in this battle. Um, or role play, depending on how you want to take it, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, you uh, the trail. The trail through the thick woods leads to a hill covered in dead grass. Uh, the cairns, there are cairns of like black rock and uh, obsidian. Uh, it's dark and ominous clouds begin to gather above this singular tree. As you are kind of getting off the road and into the woods, a single bolt of lightning strikes this tree. And it begins to burn. 
but not in the typical way that trees burn. Instead of it like burning down and catching fire, when this giant tree, which is over here, Y4. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, when it strikes this tree, Ozal, you're struck with the thought that the fire that begins to plume almost looks like leaves filling out this tree. The canopy itself uh, is made of fire. As you can hear the ominous sounds of chanting travel through this valley. Multiple voices lifted in one large ceremony. It's metal as fuck, bro. Dude, um, totally. Okay, so for the prep time, what should we do? We've already kind of planned out a little bit. Um, yeah, whatever you like to do. So if you need to cast some spells, uh, you want to get horses involved, that would be like actually extremely useful in this situation. Okay. Um, uh, we still have uh, Trundle, so it'll be one, two, three horses that we'll need. So I'll begin uh, casting Phantom Steed again, and I'll cast it three times. So we'll have three horses for about an hour. Okay. Or until they die, because they have uh, hit points, yeah, Of, of right? course. Yeah, until they die. But they, when they die, I believe, as long as we're not using for cover, they'll we'll be able to ride them for about in combat. Uh, for 60 seconds. Yep, which is 10 rounds. Perfect. Um, I think that's all I wanted to do just now. Um, are druids, are they fey or fiend, undead, aberrations, celestials, or elementals? Uh, stand by on that one, bud. Let me pull some character sheets, because I am also getting pre prepped as we speak. Cool. Oops, that is not what I wanted. Okay. Um, say that again. Uh, what were you looking for? Um, so I think there's druids that are going to be in this area. Mm -hmm. So I'm just asking if they fall under the classification of fey, fiends, undead, celestials, elementals, aberrations. No. Some of these plants, though, are they plant monstrosities or are they aberrations? Nope. Uh, we have medium plants and humanoids is what it looks like from what I can see. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's all I need to do. Uh, Cody, I also, it's been a day, I believe since we left uh, Yesterhill, or uh, the winery? Uh, yes, you can just keep your, your role, because... Uh, uh, no, 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 specifically for the Thunderbolt wand, I have to re-roll oh, every day, yes, yes. so that's going to be uh, 1d4 minus 1 charges, so it has 1 currently, so uh, I rolled a 4, so it's back up to 3 charges. Okay. So let me just uh, note that on my character sheet. Uh, I don't see where to put that, but I have three charges on that. And I'll also wind my watch. Nice. Savage as fuck. We haven't figured out what that does yet. I think you said we're coming to that point. No, we are coming to that point. Alright, so we have Boy, magical we horses. When we get there. Oh, I'm coming hard, you bet. Uh, God, 100,000 feet is so far. Every, like Even my best spells are like 150 feet. 
Yeah. That's what's hard about this fight. Okay. Well, I'm prepped if anyone else has any prep they need to do. Anybody else? Stolens? Uh, yeah, I'm just looking through my spells to see if there's anything I can, uh... Yeah, if y'all need to change spells. I can prepare. Uh, Cody, I'm also going to, um, text you the list of my prepared spells. And, uh, we talked before the game about learning Shatter at the first short rest, so... Correct. That was one of the spells I got from last game, so let me text you this real quick. And that's all the prep I need to do. I am just putting in initiatives. I have a lot of creatures on the board, so stand by for like two seconds while I get them all in initiative, and then I'll have you guys roll when we get there. Okay, I'm going to be AFK for two seconds. Okay. New blinds. Are you guys nervous at all? Do I need to uh, put that I'm starting to rage now? No, you wanna you wanna hold off on that probably. Okay. But yeah, I am nervous because uh, <laughs> uh, every time we have like a boss fight situation, it's it's bound to just be brutal. <laughs> or or some of us go fucking blind. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm afraid I don't want to die, man. <laughs> this stuff is sharp. But hey, wait, how 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 old is uh, Kellenban? Cal- well, Kellenban turned 36 yesterday. Wow. Oh, so for a lizard, he's had a good run. Yeah, he he had. <laughs> did Mark that's the die sad part. Well, the, <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, if Mark died now, he wouldn't even make the newspaper. It would just be considered, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he Jesus had a good Christ, run. that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, baby. I'm excited. Can you see all of those tokens on there? Uh, no, I just see all the initiatives you've been rolling. I, I see okay. several I see tokens. all the little icons, yeah. Yeah, so, oh, it actually tells you on there. I didn't realize that it actually pinged to the, uh, that's kind of cool. So, with this fight... There is a ticking clock. Uh, Before I get too much into that, we'll do some more role play before we jump in. We'll have you guys craft your plan, do your thing, or you can just go in like guns fucking blazing, whatever you want to do. But you did specifically tell me you have chosen to wait. I have rolled some things that will not appear in initiative tracking order until they actually hit the board. So there are held initiatives, there are hidden creatures, there are waiting creatures, there's all kinds of things happening. Um... Wow. So keep that in mind. But when you guys are ready, if you want a pre-roll initiative, I will... uh, And same thing for your creatures. So, Burn, if you are going to be using Trundle as more than just Battle Ass, go ahead and roll his initiative if you intend to jump off and have him have his own turn. Same thing for you, Zach, with Vor. You can have him act after your turn if you want, but please do not forget... 
I, I don't can know. Act, act before my turn, correct? Uh, before or after, correct. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I don't know his attacks. Okay, so um, if you go to the right-hand side where... Um, where the player tab is. Okay. And you click it, you should be able to see some of your allies and probably yourself. Oh, his character sheet? Okay. Yeah, you can click Battle Ass. So you'll click his token, and then you'll click... Um, oh, okay, cool. His player yeah. sheet, and you'll actually bring up his whole stat list. Okay, how do I roll his initiative? Do. I just roll twice? Uh, same thing that you do yours. So you'll click your token, and then hit on the sheet itself, initiative... Um, which will be the little marker. Let me pull up Trundle here so I can actually talk you through it. So character sheet, and it says IN IT uh, right across from armor class. And I can roll it if you want me to. Wait, where, where are we? I'm trying to find this on the map. You are in the far top right. Sorry, you're kind of tucked away. I just want to click my token. There we go. Here we go. I see it. And then roll initiative. Okay, and then trundle. <coughs> How do I roll his initiative? I don't see it. Uh, it'll be on the right. Uh, there'll be a little D20, like right across from where oh, armor class is, is. and this is initiative. Nat 20? Oh, no. Oh, I rolled a 20? Oh, no, that was... Uh, yeah, that was you. Well, it was, it was for... I rolled a 4. Toronto rolled a 20. I see, okay. That's okay. We could just use your initiative. And if you end up hopping off, you have his character sheet for what he's actually doing. Okay. All right. Are we all good in yep. the hood? Always, oh, baby. Oh, hell yeah. I accidentally okay. rolled twice, but... What is your plan of attack, Ozone? And party. Uh, I was going to have Vor scout the area. It's going to take a very long time. Really? Yeah, dude. Each of these is 50 feet. Uh, Caliban, I do not have your that. initiative. Mark, make sure you actually click your token, and then... Hit initiative. Did it go, did it, did it go now? Negative. Here, I'll just help you out. What the fuck? What the fuck? It's okay. I hit it. I hit it. So, uh, you actually have to have your player token selected, and your, like, health will pop up uh, and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. I'm sorry. That's I okay. I got you an initiative first. here. Okay, well, I guess that's the plan completely fell apart. Um, I guess I'll just have him fly in the woods, I guess. It's not my turn, though, so. Well. I guess yeah, it's the Blood Witch's turn. We have not actually, I haven't sorted initiative yet. I wanted to make sure everyone was in here. Uh, okay. So I have Ozol, Stolas, Burn, Marius, Kalimban. Do, do you want Vor to have his own, or is he just acting before or after your turn? Yeah, before or after. Okay. Uh, Stolas. Okay. And I will sort descending order. Damn it. I wish I chose a different familiar. 
Okay. Um, we are not technically an initiative yet, so go ahead and proceed however you're going to proceed. Okay. And I will let you know when initiative kicks in. So, so we just uh, form? based on our distance, is it reasonable to say that we can... I know we can sort of hear the chanting, but can we see anyone at this point? Yeah, so you can make out figures on the hill. Granted, they're, you know, a thousand feet away, right? Um, but you can make out the forms kind of over here, moving up and down, almost in like a parade uh, patrol. You can make out multiple forms up on the hill itself, next to this large effigy. Uh, that are chanting. Are you still waiting till nighttime, Ozol? Just so I can get your timing right. Uh, no, I. Yeah. Actually, or are I you need guys to roll it in hot after you cast spells. Run me through the plan too, because I'm technically Marius right now. Okay, let me send you one thing real quick, Cody. Okay. On uh, Facebook. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna wait till night. I I just thought that. Since we weren't in combat, it would only take him, like, a minute to fly to that place. But, yeah, if it's going to take too long, then it's not worth it. So, I'll just uh, not do that plan. And I guess we won't wait till the night. That was my whole plan, was have him kind of fly stealthily. Give us the rundown. You can still try, if you want. I'm just saying that it's going to... If you want to go all the way around the hill... If you want him just to go to the central point... I mean, you can do the math on that on how many quote-unquote rounds it would take... You know, a couple minutes, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not really worth it. He can he can do scouting while we're in combat, you know, just kind of fly That's around true. while we're... That's true. Yeah, I'll have him kind of fly through these woods here. Just to be a little stealthy in the woods. Um, and then I guess we'll mount our steeds, I guess, if we're going to do it that way. All right, we should at least try to flank them too, so we can uh, get an yeah. uh, advantage on some of our attacks. I agree. Okay, so you can occupy the same square. Uh, again, each of these squares is fifty feet. So Ozal, so with yo, go ahead. If we're not in combat, do we still just respect the one, the movement speed per? Uh, com combat, I guess. Like so per one turn. It depends, right? So your horses have a sixty foot movement speed. Okay, so it's about uh, one square. It is one square. If you're dashing, you can move two squares as your horse's action. Okay. Um, like I said, this is gonna get complicated. So just hang in there. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to the nine people watching because I'm confused. So if I'm confused, okay. you're probably confused. Uh, I guess I'm just gonna move my horse into the woods right here. The one one okay. of these that I'm riding. I, I have no authority over this token, so you're gonna have to probably move it. Oh, I will fix that. That's strange. Oh yeah, that's it's. And right. I'll tell Stolas to come with me. Will do. Okay. Stolas goes with you. Tell, actually, Stolas, you have the ability to communicate telepathically, right? Uh, yeah, I do. Stolas, I think I it's a. Uh, there's a uh, limit to how long the distance oh, is. God so. damn it! Okay, I guess before we break, I'm gonna tell Burn to 
burn in a Caliban to, to circle up and we'll flank them. What about now? Can you use that token now? Nope. Maybe I have to regenerate them? Like brand new tokens? Maybe. I can move the steed. <laughs> what the fuck? How, how dare you? <laughs> I'll fix that really quick. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, people that. of the world. Sorry, people of the world. This is Yester Hill, and it's going to probably get... Oh, hey, what about this one? No. Oh, uh, that one I can, yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. And we'll just pull out... Well, I guess Stolas can just... just uh, I guess ride on my steed, too, unless you want your own steed. Yeah, get your own steed. We have plenty. Wait, actually, no, we don't. Yeah, you're on my steed, I guess. <laughs> Wait, no. Make up your mind, Ozal. <laughs> Yeah, you get your own steed, because I forgot that, uh... No, goddammit. Yeah, you're with me. There we go. We're good. We're good. Marius, would you like to go with Caliban or with us? I will... go with Caliban. What would you like us to do? Am I a frontal assault? Are we sneaking? What is the plan? I think we should sneak. Let's okay. See if we can do this quietly. Uh, yeah. Marius will trot with you through the woods. One... Okay. Uh, Burn, what are you doing? Wait, he's coming with us or he's with Caliban? Uh, he Caliban is coming is with y'all. Yep. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Okay. Oh, I'm just kind of. Oh, you wanted to flank him? Ozo, what was your plan? Yeah, we're going to. You guys go over here. We'll flank. Come from the north and the west. Okay. So let's do that. Okay. By the way, uh, to... I looked it up. My t uh, telepathic communication is only good for 30 feet. Jesus Christ. So and I have to it... be able to physically see you. Yep. We're going through the woods? Is that how I understand it? Correct. Uh, okay. uh, this way, I believe, if I understand Zach. Yeah, let's try that. Okay. Well, it's going to take us forever to get there, so can we just like, right. say we're there? Yes, that's what I was going to ask. As Dungeon Master, I can give you one, two, three, four, five turns if you want to move ten squares. Yeah. It's going to take one, us forever two, just to walk three, there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Cody, you, you put, us, put us where we should be. Cause, uh, yeah, I want to be like maybe in this area. Squares and cones. And... Yeah, that's okay. This is, this is more about I think the cones and squares. Wow, the cone zone, baby. <laughs> Shout out to Brenton. He said these McFarland figures are pretty cool. You want them here, Zach? Uh, I was thinking here, but yeah, that's as far as I can get. Uh, I'll put them here. Sure. Quick maths. Quick maths. Two plus two go. is three. That's one to maths. So here's right. what happens during your time lapse. Uh, if, as you can see in the chat, uh, those of you who are watching, thank you for watching with us. We appreciate your support. Uh, we love you. We love Roll20. We love D&D. &D. Uh, I am tracking rounds because there's something happening that you don't know what it is. What the fuck? I thought we had free rounds. Okay. Yeah, I gave you a total of five rounds so far. So as that happens, things begin to happen around Yester Hill. As you're getting closer, you're sneaking on your ethereal steeds. Um, a glow 
settles around this effigy. Ping it. It is dark red in nature. Oh, okay. And then around the grove of trees. The fire begins to spread from the trunk itself to all of the tree I'm sorry from where the leaves would be this leaf this leafless tree and begins to burn away the leaves of the other trees in the circle now instead of having normal leaves they are now engulfed in flames but they are not burning down if that makes sense it's almost as if this fire now is replacing the leaves in this ritual the chanting intensifies as you hear the words strad strad Strahd, echo from the mountaintop. Wow. How would you like to proceed? Ozal. Or burn, I'm sorry, you're the first in your team's initiative. You have broken off. I rolled a four. You have a 20 on my screen. Oh, that well that Trundle's was initiative. Trundle's initiative. Well. Do I count as both Trundle and me? I'm just going to say that you're Trundle since you, I don't see an initiative for Trundle himself on here. I see Burned on Bringer as 20.11. Oh, weird. Yeah, if you look on the uh, it's players. Okay, just go. Just do, okay. it. Just do it. Just go. Um, let's see. Well. I mean, Zach, how far did you want to flank these guys? I can't answer that question because we are many thousands of feet away from each other. I was saying okay. come at them from the west, so. Yeah, you're, so I guess. You're like I northwest just... right now. But, your call. Am I'll I? will do what you do. Because I'm directly west of these three guys. So you want to just skip them all together? Sure. It's up to you. I'll be honest. I I'd, I'd, my whole plan that I had for like the last two weeks to do this completely went up in flames already so I'll follow your lead bro okay cause I don't know about making it over that rock wall so we're gonna have to fight these three guys so okay I'm, that uh, works for me yeah I, I think we should destroy them <laughs> yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna I wanna engage these three can I just do that you cannot get that far this round you can move roughly two squares from where Trundle is so one, two. So I'm still in the here. bushes. You could move out to here and start climbing up the cairn if you want to. Right, I guess I'll do that. Okay. Both trundle on. Caliban, what do you do, buddy? Do you want to stay with Burn? Yeah, I am moved by uh, Dawnbreaker's initiative, so I will Rainer. follow him. I am. I am ready to. To break some chains. Isn't Dawn Breaker from Skyrim? It is from sword? Skyrim. It Thank is. you so much, Solas. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys are moving up. What was all? Uh. All right. So I'm going to. Um. Let me see. Uh, I'm going to... Let me ask you this, Cody. Invisibility. Uh, oh, fuck. 
I'm gonna yes, Zachary. Invisibility, invisibility lay it on, on me on uh on the horses because they're yeah. carrying you. Yeah, exactly. Odd or even I actually I that's a really it, slippery okay. slope. If if you don't want to do uh, it, can I not do that? Because I don't want to waste the spell. If it's not gonna work that way. Odd or even. Uh, Let's let fate. Uh, yes or even? no. Even. Even. It's your call, yes. man. You're the D. Yes, Nope. Let's do it. I, I rolled a D10. I got a 2. I will respect the gameplay. I, sure. Why not? I, this this fight's really stacked in my favor anyways, so yes, you guys are all now How dare invisible. You? Okay. Um, I will use a level 3 spell slot to do that, so that both steeds are invisible now. And we'll move up. You said two squares? Two squares. And I will say... Stolas, Marius. The spell will last as long as we do not attack. If I'm damaged, it may fade. But as long as we maintain our stealth, we will be invisible for the next hour. And then Sweet. I will move uh, my horse up to here with, uh, I guess, either Stolas is riding with me or with uh, Marius. But that Tressum will come with us as well. And we'll take take shelter behind the. Uh, you said these are many many feet wide, correct? Yeah. So you get closer to these huge cairns. Uh, they are massive. So if you look, your player token Zach realistically is a huge cairn. <laughs> Got him. Um, Never give these me that structures are twelve feet wide by fifteen feet tall. They are absolutely huge. You get close to them, and you can see buried within the rocks skeletal forms. Uh, resting, rusted weapons with wood, uh, dead druid carvings, uh, runes, not of power per se, but of more or less respect uh, to these buried dead, these honored buried dead on the hill. Okay. And that's going to be my turn. All right. Stolas, I assume you were taking your turn with Zachary. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh... Sorry, Ozone. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick close to Ozol, and um, I'm assuming I have to stay on the steed in order to stay invisible, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Correct. So for now, I will stay on the steed. All right, Marius will do the same as he follows, and we head back to the top. Uh, I'm going to move some tokens around really quick as some things begin to happen. The figures on the hill begin to roughly move in a circular pattern around the cairn with a central figure in front of this effigy. As you get closer, you can start to make out 
some physical aspects of it. It appears to be a human man. Um, he is made of wicker. Inside his chest, which I'm going to say Burn and Calamban can see, is a large, growing, purple, pulsing energy. It is pulsing out as it does. It reverberates through the wicker itself, lighting it from the inside, and the eyes of this statue begin to glow. Being that it is facing Caliban and Burn, you can make out a rough figure that kind of looks like Strahd. Oh, shit. And the call, Strahd, 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 goes out again. And Strahd cannot see us, correct? Because we're invisible? Uh, you guys are not invisible. Ozal's team is invisible in the north. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, Burn, your turn again. Um, yeah, I'm just going to keep moving to these. Oh, they moved up. Shit. Yeah, I'm just going to keep moving up and then maybe get behind them and have the initiative. Yeah, Go ahead and uh, roll it. Ro roll it? I'm sorry, move it. Uh, two squares. Oh, I was like, I was super confused. That'll be my turn. Uh, Callum Ben, go ahead. I do the same. I'm, I'm running with Burn. I'm ready to head for battle. So I'll, I'll be joining him. I'm following him. All right. Go ahead and move yourself two squares to where you would like to be. Zach and company. Go ahead and move All your right. sense. Uh, with my passive perception, maybe you can give me this as a free action. Do do I believe that that any of these have noticed uh, Burns' team yet, or are do I believe that they're unaware? Um, don't just give me a full roll. I won't charge anything for it, but uh, okay. Uh, just uh, uh, perception. Uh, a 20. Yeah. Um, no. They seem to be... From what you know about Twig Blights, they are not the brightest creatures okay. uh, without a druid around. And you don't see a druid, but you can see the form of these three Twig Blights that seem to be completing a task or doing whatever they have been charged to do with their duties, which you would assume is probably Century Patrol. Okay. I'm going to move up to here. Uh, two, uh, I'm going to use the uh, dash action. Hoo-hoo. Give me a stealth check for the horse, which would be dexterity. At advantage? Yes. I mean, you technically you automatically succeed the stealth for sight roll, but sound is what we're looking for here. Okay. Uh, the horse doesn't have a character sheet under phantom steed do i just use my stealth 
uh, shift click it, it should come up. I want to say. Right? Shift double click. Yeah. It says bio and info. There's oh. no stats there. Um, roll a random d20. Let's do that instead. Sure. Uh, the d20 is a six. Okay, uh, that's fine. Your horse makes a little bit of noise coming up the cairn, but not anything too bad. Okay, and I'll kind of pat him on the, you know, just kind of... Flanks? Yeah, just lightly, just to kind of let him know, like, You know, you can kind of, like, shush a horse a bit, just kind of... Yeah. Very gently. And then I will, uh, end my turn. Roll 20 just to crash on me. Okay. It's okay. Uh, Marius will follow when he gets here. Uh, the Blood Witch begins to cry out in a strange, ethereal voice uh, that does not stop. It is one long, continuous yell. Um, and I will... Move them here. Uh, you want me to hit that music again? I think it ended when you crashed out. I'm so sorry. I froze for a second there. Like, and I roboted. You want to hit uh, that jukebox again for us? Yeah. Where, whoa. When you crashed out, it stopped the music. Ah, I see. Okay. Um, that's loud. Too that's loud. loud. Shit. Sorry. I don't think that's the same song, though. I would definitely turn Which that mind control one off. It's like a 10 second loop. Yep. Yeah, turn that uh, one off. Sorry, that is... There we go. Yeah. Um, lightning begins to now strike around the cairn. Um, striking here. Here. And here, in kind of this circle pattern, and it does not stop as it strikes these rocks at the top of the hill. Uh, this dark cloud of fog descends, begins to descend around the outside of the circle. You can still kind of see through it, but it has become opaque and partial cover. Both ways? Yep, all the way across. You'll see it's I'm almost done drawing it. Sweet. As the figures oh, inside wow. become obscured. And I can add another round, which is seven of eleven. 
and Marius follows. Sorry about crashing out there. It's okay. Alright, Burn. What's up, Danny and Gigi and Joey? Sweet angels, Brenton. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love people watching. You guys are great. As this happens, the fog descends. You see light begin to glow from the tree. From this tree or this tree? This tree. There's an orange glow that it starts to intensify, which is what that orange circle is. <laughs> exactly. But instead of that, it's like boom, boom. And this is your last free round before shit starts popping off. Burn. Wow. What you gonna do? I mean, it hasn't popped I'm off already. I'm just gonna keep moving up the fucking mountain here. Two squares. Come on, Trundle. One, two, three quick mats. That's my move. Alright, man. Cal and Ben, can I assume the same for you? Marky Mark. Yeah, just moving, bro. I got you. Jesus Christ, Mark. Who's up? All you, baby. Alright, we're gonna move one, two. You said this is like a hill right here that we're covered by? Yes. Gotcha, perfect. I'll move up two spaces. And I will end my turn. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and join him, since Perfect. I'm kind of stuck to him anyway. <laughs> you there, Mark? There Mark, are you here with us, bud? God damn it, Mark. I bet he, uh, you know, he's probably kissing his wife, telling him, Ew, telling him he gross. loves her. Okay, same thing. Uh, nothing changes. My round goes by. Eight... Of 11. As that happens, you hear a sound like tearing paper. Um, Ozal, you would know what this is. And to some extent, Dini. Whoever did that, awesome job. Thanks, bro. Uh, this is a portal being opened as literal fabric of reality is being torn. Wow. At the far end. Where the sh where's this thing going? It's bouncing all over the place. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to move it, and my roll 20 was like, cling, 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 and I was like, Stop. Mark, where the frick are you, bro? Mark. All right. You gotta he's not even mute. He's just not here. I know. He's just not there. Did he, like, fall out? I don't know. Uh, lightning erupts from it as the cry of a horse whinnies through the air. Wow. Yeah. Alright, Ozal, what do you do? Or, I'm sorry, Burn, what do you do? Good luck for that horse. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, the guy's coming up to me? Oh. I I'm they kind of in some, like, trees right here. Fanning out. 
Right, I'm, I'm like in some trees that are next to me. Uh, you are covered by part of the hill, and there's this huge cairn in front of you. Um, Is that right here? I it was on the other side of the map. Uh, that is kind of protecting you from view. Okay, can I wait for this guy to get closer? I'm gonna do that. Yeah, if you would like. Yeah, I'm gonna hold my position. Okay, you hold. Mark will hold with you since Mark's not responding. Um, Ozal. You see this reality terror and fabric happen as lightning shoots out and... A horse-like figure glowing with flames out of its mane, eyes, nose, and hooves descends out of the portal, running on thin air. Is that the Miststalker? No, that is the Deathstalker. This okay. character does not have it. Well, it has an initiative. I just have not rolled it yet. Okay. He left the portal and started going this way or he's going this way uh, uh, he has just exited the portal I should probably put him in a better spot huh yeah this is what that horse looks like Bucephalus he's a flame horse he is a flame horse okay what an idiot can you lower the music just a, a tiny touch of course of course uh, okay so he uh, maybe a little bit less than that like you could bring it up a bit um okay so it's my turn correct it is your turn um hmm i kind of don't know what to do stolas i'm gonna carefully gesture to stolas stolas do you see what has yes. entered through the portal i have seen it what should we do should we hold steady or should we push I on i don't know what's going on but I think it's probably better if we create a little bit of distance. Yes, 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 I agree. Uh, I'm going to move this way. Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to grab Marius's horse. Yeah, I'm going to move, continuing the flank. And create some distance with um, Bukakis, or whatever his name is. <laughs> Bukaki. Bucephalus? Oh, bu sorry, Bucephalus. Yes, of course. Bu? Bu? Uh, Buford, yes, of course. Yes, Buford the horse, of course. Wait, the horse's name is Buford? Yep. Okay, totally. gotcha. This is Phineas and Ferb, and his name is Buford. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to get the fuck away from that thing. Um, Marius shoots you a question, Stolas, knowing that... Uh, oh, nope. Before you guys leave his threat range, I guess, Marius will ask you... Do I continue with you, or do you want me to take a different approach? I believe we can split now. Okay. Yeah, he, he, might, move. he might need to help the, uh, the other two with the... Uh... Up. Nine, uh, eleven. Bucephalus will move now. I like that name. That's a good name. I like that boulder. It kind of sounds like a disease. That's, That's a good nice boulder. boulder. That's exactly what I was going for, Dean. <laughs> Fucking read me like a book. <laughs> What's up, Chris V? We're about to get... Uh, we got Bukakis here. About to fuck our shit up, probably. 
the Ghost Rider. All right, Burn. Um, the twig blocks will begin to move. One. 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 These are just twig blights? Some of them. Okay, because I was Some of them like... are vine blights. Some of them are other terrible things. Um, entering the fray are creatures that begin to rise in the mist. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, these twisting vines curl out through the rocks. Marius is seeing this, since he's the closest. As this humanoid shape begins to emerge, crawling out of this burial cairn and standing on the rock. And you can see two of them that emerge. And then you hear the chanting one last time. He is here. He is here. He is here. Yay. Uh, I'm... Let's see, where is... Nope, not background, back. GM info. Okay, there. They're over there. Um... As the horse nears the oh my top God. of the cairn, you can make out three Sang things. Sanguinous. Number one... Strahd, obviously, riding on Bucephalus. Behind him, what is this shapely, woman-esque figure who is wearing this large veil? How shapely. And then flying next to him is his sword, Sanguinius, as they approach this mountaintop. Burn. Okay, um... This just got real complicated. I'm going to move down this way. Nice. And that will be my move. Bark, are you with us yet? Or are you, like, still in my aim? I'll call him. I'll mute him and I'll call him. Okay. I move Mark and he follows you too. Choo -choo. Marius, just give me a second, Cody. You're good. Marius is going to take a strafing route, uh, seeing that Strahd has now arrived, using his total movement to gallop four spaces away and closer to you, Ozol. Stolas, how are you feeling about all of this? Um... Well, I'm not really sure exactly what kind of ritual is going on here. It kind of seems like they use the effigy to kind of, like, summon him there. It still has I... ten points to you, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So no I, I'm just trying to figure out uh, what the end game here is now that he's here. Like, what is in the fog? 
What is in the fog? Great yeah. question. This is uh this is kind of juicy. It's so juicy. I'm more curious than scared. Or at least I should say Stolas is fascinated by this kind of stuff, so um He's pretty much just observing at this point. And since he's invisible, you know, he doesn't have anything really to be frightened of right now, but yeah. That's the short of it. Okay. Uh, this portal closes as a heads up. Wow. And I will move these fine blades, uh, objects and tokens. Nope. This one will just continue down the path. This one will move over here. This one will move over here. And that is your turn, Ozal, I believe, because you did not, you were on the phone. Um, yeah. Um, I'm gonna continue. So it looked like Marius moved like four squares? How did he do that? Uh, he used his whole action to dash. That's kind of like Oh, I earlier. thought that's what we were doing already. Okay. Yeah, oh, no, just that's standard movement. It's two squares. Continue. Oh, fuck. We could have been moving away for us faster. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was. I'm going to move four to here. Okay. Continuing the flank. And uh, that'll be my turn. All right. We will circle back to burn super quick. Uh, Mark did not answer, so I would say just play Mark's turns out for him, if you don't mind. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to assume that he's dead. Jesus Is that Christ. A safe, a safe Caliban or Mark? Mark, in general. I think Mark has wow. died. Ripped him. I'm sorry, Mark. I love you. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, Joey has a lore question. Is Stolas's monster ability able to take out more powerful entities or just normal grunt enemies? I guess Ooh. if you want to answer that. Uh, Stolas, may I answer this question? Uh, yeah, though I think I know the answer to it. You do? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can take it if you want. Yeah, I believe, if I remember right, when I read the description, is as long as a creature has less than 10 HP, uh, it's possible, unless I totally misunderstood that. Yeah, so it can take out any creature with 10 or less health at this current level. It will start scaling uh, according to Stolas's level. So um, we are playing with some optional rules from the Grim Hollow. Uh, campaign guide which give transformations in so Ozol's transformation right now is Chrono Mage uh, that he has some objectives to work towards Marius is obviously the Seraph uh, and Solas is potentially going to become uh, like an elder god like an ambient horror um, yeah so that's kind of a her er, sorry his path to becoming that is through the gym itself so sh they have to eat a certain amount of Creatures basically sacrifice to Hadar, and then that power will grow, scaling with their level. So, I think at most, awesome. the, at like level 20, it can consume a creature with 20 health. So it doesn't get like super overpowered or strong. But, I mean, you could bring Strahd down to 10 and sacrifice him to Hadar, right? Like, the hard part is, is that our players don't know the health of our creatures, but they do have indicators of when they're at half health or quarter health. So, which is bloodied and critical. Uh, Burn, go ahead and move your character. Uh, oh, and I'll describe. So, the fog lifts all at once. 
Um, the lightning stops. The portal closes. The fire begins to swirl in a tornado around this grove of this giant tree as red and yellow swirling energy begins to infuse around this effigy. Okay, we're trying to get to the effigy, huh? or we're trying to get to the tree. I'm not sure what you guys are trying to do. Marius is kind of hanging on. You guys are observing. Shit's popping off. You know druids aren't great. And Strahd has kind of just arrived. So things went from deadly guy. to more deadly. Oh, and he has his sword with him, Burn. Just as a little heads up. Oh, I saw. This beautiful art that my friend drew for me. It's pretty cool. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna move down this way. I'm gonna try and make my way to the tree and get behind all these fools. Okay, Mark is going to dash. Except that he's going to do it this way, behind the cairn. Uh, Marius will also follow. One, two, three, four. Ending. Hold on. Here in this cairn. Although I guess he's invisible, so he could be over here, and that's fine. That fire funnel thing is fucking awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, still us? What's up? What, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, uh Ozol. Yo. Um, I guess we're just gonna continue... One, two, three, four. Continue the flank. And that'll be my turn. Okay. Strahd lands. He was flying? Does, yes. That's what the uh, indicator what around flying is. Flying uh, horse? Yeah, it was yeah. running on the air, remember? Oh, sorry. I was trying to Jeez, call Mark. Like he doesn't even listen. I was trying to get our other what players I, together. What do I DM? However, he does not dismount. Instead, this woman slithers off the horse. Approaches this center creature says something to her and the fire stops the ground in the central circle begins to writhe as these vine blights all screech in unison it's an ear piercing terrible terrible sound as they become sacrifices to this effigy Wow. Oh, good. Saves us some trouble. Look at that. Look at that, Stolas. The fire stops. Amazing. That solved all our damn problems. <laughs> the effigy burns as you hear, You have my blessing. And something rises from the ashes of the effigy. A unicorn. Is that a unicorn? 
like a zombie unicorn. That thing looks metal as fuck. She walks it actually back looks over like to the horse? Unicorn. Wait, can you show us where... There's like, I think, three new things that I haven't seen before. It's this... Oh. Yep. The unicorn Jeez. or the tendril guy? Yeah, yeah. This the... guy's been there? Nope. He's been there, yep. Oh, okay. Perfect. Thank you. I just want to make sure I understand what's going on. Can I share this? So is Strahd on like a 30-foot horse right now, or is that not to scale? Oh, no. That's not to scale. It, okay, uh, I was like, God, It accidentally out boy. when I was moving it. Uh, let me share my screen really quick. Go ahead. Abdulio, Stolas, you seeing this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I am. It doesn't it look good. It's kind of like a zombie unicorn. That Shad rises. Havar. Yep. It that rises. Some meat. Ah, you're oh, showing us no. things that we're not supposed to see. Stop. That's okay. It's cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, keep those up. I want to get some numbers down. Just kidding. Oh, you're not going to see any numbers. <laughs> How dare you. And the Vine Lord also rises from the oh. ground. Vine Lord? Fun. Yep. Riding the Shadhavar. Oh, he's riding it. Okay. Yep. Wow. Alright, let me bring my thing in. Okay. Fun. Oh, we just lost Cody. God damn it. I bet he he tabbed himself out. There we go. That's a rookie mistake on my end. Definitely my tabbed apologies. out. That's okay. Yep. Uh, I'm no longer sharing my screen. Yes. Okay. Uh, nope, not yet, or not anymore, okay. rather. Perfect. Um. Yeah, this creature slithers back, touches the horse, and you hear. You have my blessing from Strahd. Stolas, you also have a message from me. If you look in chat. Can I get a message too? I don't know that you want one. I don't want one, actually, if that's the case. And they disappear. Oh, shit. Back into the portal? Nope. Straight up, just disappear. How did Stolas get a message? It's not fair. I'm not saying what it is, but... Oh, what the fuck? Are you trying to kill us, too? Nope. No. <laughs> I would never do that in a million How years. How dare you? That's what someone that would try to do that in a million years would say. <laughs> oh, shit. I lost my... No, I'm, I'm not trying to kill anybody. How dare you? I'm trying to kill these guys. What are you talking about? Oh, we're killing them. They're dead. Oh, okay, good. Is Mark dead? Uh, I think so. I think Mark has officially died, as I said earlier. Okay. So... Um, can I roll an arcana, I guess, to see if I understand what just happened? Of Specifically course. with Strahd uh, evaporating into thin air? Yep. Alright, let me give you an arcana check. That is going to be... Ba -ba -ba, 24. You I guess specifically think... what I want to know is if he's casting a spell to make himself invisible or... No, 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 no. Strahd is not invisible. Strahd has come. He has blessed this ceremony for whatever is happening. Fortunately, none of you are really close enough to hear anything that's happening. Um, which is fine. Or stop the ceremony from happening. But uh, you think, based on how abruptly they left, they plane shifted. 
Oh shit, okay. Is Br Bruce, it looks like, yeah, Brucephalus is gone too. Yep, Brucephalus, the woman, the sword, and Strahd. <laughs> wow. And this woman kneels. Is that the uh, sultry woman that was with Strahd, or she left as well? Oh no, she's still here. Okay. A slithery woman and a slithery dude. Yep. Um, burn. Go ahead, my guy. Well, I didn't like any of that. Oh, and inset into the Vine Lord's head, there's a glowing purple something. I'm just glad they all left. I'm like so relieved. Yeah, for real. Oh, dude. I was like, what the fuck is Cody doing to us? <gasps> I know what that is. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I had to Google what a color was, but I'm good for it. I'm, I know how, I'm how far can I dash? Uh, four squares. Okay, thank you. I don't know why I've been moving two this whole time. Yeah, One, Cody, two, I think we were four, all very confused by earlier conversation. I'm so sorry. Okay. I dash this way. In fact, I think it may have been a DM trick to get to more time south. for this ritual. Thank God. Honestly. <laughs> I'm kind of grateful now. Calamban moves. Marius will start moving up. Calamban is struck with fear and skips all turns. I moved him. Don't worry. I'm just kidding. Um... Go ahead and take your turn, Ozil. This is okay. great content, by the way. We're moving across the I, I know. I feel like I'm sorry. for the 12 people watching, I'm sorry. This is not... It's all right. It's about to get interesting as fuck. One, two... Does diagonal count as one? Yeah. Three, four. Uh, still invisible. To the uh, southwest. Oh, be my turn. I moved the wrong person. I'm so sorry, Burn. No, it was Ozol. No, no, no. I was moving... Oh, just kidding. Calamban, but I moved him in the wrong direction because I thought <laughs> I forgot we're flanking, so I'm moving him differently. Mulligan. Um, Abdulio says stole last eight mark. <laughs> <laughs> Savage as fuck. Uh, yeah. At this point, I might actually do that. You know, hear a voice like thunder crackle across from Marius's direction. And he says, Behold! I am the swift justice of the Night Mother. God damn it, Mark. Die. But he's invisible. So, wow. uh, some of these puppets begin to look around, and you hear cackling from here. Stolas, will you please give me a perception? Check. Well, too. May I Where's as well? my little icon? Do I have sure. to actually click my icon? Okay, whatever. <clears throat> 15 froze on. Wow, a nat one. Ah, that's terrible. Critical oh. fail. Oh, do we get to do the wheel thingy? No, not for skills. I don't have one for skills. That would be kind of funny, though. Oh, um, I was kind of excited. Ozol, this summoner looks strangely familiar to you. You 
burn down her windmill. And this she's bitch. holding Stolas's spear. Oh, this is, um, it's not Morgantha. It is. It's one of the hags. Yeah, what's her name, though? Who cares? She's just a hag. I'm trying to remember her name. <laughs> Bitch Tits McGee. <laughs> uh, it's on the it's on the tip of my tongue and I don't know how to remember it. It's literally in the initiative. If you look under Oh, name. just kidding. I'm freaking stupid. Isabella. Well, I got your back. Dingus. Sorry, sorry. I don't remember her being called Isabella though. Yeah. More like I it, Isadilla. I, hang on, let me like check. Is a bitch. <laughs> I thought it was just Bella. But okay, let, that's me, fine. let me refer to my. I if don't it's Bella, that's just the shorter version of it. Well, I know that's that, but exactly he's gonna troll what me. I was thinking. He's gonna troll me for not remembering a name, and it's not even my <laughs> name. That's the right name. Well, I would never do that. Don't forget, Dean. You have a nat twenty winced ever you needed. Winced ever. A, a gift from the super chats, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Ten dollars yeah, yeah. to bless or bane the party. Actually, you player really sucks. Fucking Zach's right. Oh, hold on. Yes. Hold on. In Cody's defense. Nah. In her actual like player sheet, she is listed as Isabella. On her character token, she's listed as Bella. I knew it. So we were both right. This the other is one the was power like friendship. Oh, oh, Ophelia or something like that. Nope. I'm not even close. Jesus Christ, never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's okay, she's dead. Uh, sacrifice to Hadar, so that's fine. <laughs> Sister's about to join her, hopefully. Oh, oh yeah, yes. We're gonna fuck these bitches up. The night sky mists over with red. As it is your turn again. Burn. Um. Yeah. So... Let's see. Damn, Ozo, you guys got there fast. You can move That's... four squares. I know, but I was moving two when he started moving four. Like two turns. So, one, two, three, four. Okay. That's, that's where I move. Nice. Okay. Uh, Mark will flank up the other side, I suppose, huh? Dude, this combat is wild. Not, I mean, we have a lot of enemies, but the distances are so fucked. Like, I'm looking at everything I have, and it's just like... This is just like a huge open area. Can you, Cody, for the people that are not watching... Like on the audio listeners, can you describe oh, yes. what the center area looks like? Because it's just stones. Is this like dirt or mud or grass on top of this hill? So, atop the hill is this. Let me back up. There is this huge hill in the middle, in the middle of this field. There's dying grass um, around this very large structure, you know, thousands of feet across. Um, is this tiered hill, 1,600 feet across. Uh, each tier is roughly a, you know, 
75 to 200 feet as it elevates up. In the middle, there are these monolithic stones that have been crushed into rubble. Around each tier of this hill are smaller cairns, uh, burial sites for uh, barbarians and druids. It's a sacred grove. Atop the hill is this uh, two semicircles of stone with a road leading through it. Further back, there is a large, large tree, you know, three or four hundred feet tall, surrounded by a smaller grove of trees. Um, was all you can actually see from where you're at. The fire has gone out, and the tree is now weeping with blood, instead of like this bright red sap coming down the tree. Uh, this tree here at Y four or which one? Correct. Okay. Um, this effigy of what was Strahd has been transformed into this large undead unicorn-like horse and a vine creature, almost like a super um, twig blight. He has a glowing purple gem in the center of his head that is pulsing with power. And across from him is the witch who sought revenge for burning down her family's windmill and bakery. Does she have stolen us a spear on her person? She does. She is holding... Oh, we getting that spear back, boy. And Finally. I might add, Stolas, you are not attuned to this item any longer. Just as a heads up. Uh, okay. It's fine by me. Okay. Uh, oh, and some of these rolls will be made in private behind the Dungeon Master screen. Mostly for the three characters in the middle here. Um, can you explain to me, since I'm not familiar with attunement, uh, why he's not attuned to it anymore? Yes. So, attuned items are special magic items that you get that you have to kind of fiddle with to learn the properties of them. They are twofold. A, in magical lore... Magic weapons, some of them in some cases, actually have different magical properties that you will learn and pick up as you use it. The attunement for game mechanics is kind of a power grade. You can only be attuned to three items that require attunement. Typically, magic items require attunement. What attuned means mechanically is that you have access to the power set of that item. So if you have a ring of mind shielding, um, boots of elven speed, the rift breaker, which is Stolas's spear, those active bonuses you get from them, whether it be damage, armor, a boost to your speed, are now permanently on your character as long as you will retain that item. Does that answer your question? Great, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, I want to say, Ozal, your wand takes attunement, correct? I'm attuned to it, but yes. Yes. Uh, so you have one of three slots filled, uh, and Ozal has access to the lightning bolt spell, essentially. Um, um, I think I have two attunement slots taken already. Okay, yeah, probably yeah, the crystal else then. and the uh, yeah, the megas, the spell casting. Oh yes, focus. the megas crystal. Um, okay. Yes. Also, did you get my notes earlier that I sent to you in the chat? To me. Yes. If you no. check your chat box from Cody. I did not get that. That's okay. Uh, where you misspoke uh, of the item, I think? 
Uh, no, that was the person. Yes, I said Geno Sphinx. I meant Andro Sphinx, but that's fine. Uh, and then you also have a book in your inventory so that we can make another short-term lore video between you and I. Okay. I need to re-load Rules 20 for a second, but yes. Okay. Go ahead and do that. And uh, Marius jumps over these stones. So these stones are probably 30 feet. Um, I rolled for his horse and used the long jump rules, and it just barely cleared the smallest section of wall right here. Uh, and he has entered. Technically, any creature that is not on the wall is in full cover if you are on the other side of the wall. Mark, I have moved up. Uh, and he is going to enter Rage next turn when he jumps in and starts smashing shit. And the flank begins. Alright. So, uh, Burn, then Kalimban, then Ozol, and then Stolos. Take it away, Mighty Burn. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, I'm gonna move up to one, two, three. Can I do like two or three and then up one? Can I do that? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm here. Okie dokie. Caliban will jump off of his horse and use his personal speed to climb the rocks. As his horse will go this direction. Um, I am also going to roll stealth for him before he just kind of jumps in there by himself. Critical hit! Holy cow! 25 for Caliban as he disappears from this plane of reality and becomes one in the reality of rocks. Wow. Blends right in. Marius uh, now is in the fray. We'll move in, and actually, he is going to wait um, on his horse and hold his action for Ozal to go. Ozal. Oh, I totally moved Marius out of turn. That's fine. Uh, Ozal. Yo, I'm what going do do? to... Um... If we we can move next to these, but we don't get opportunity attacks if we move move away, correct? I'm sorry for. Like I want to move to like here, but I have to pass by this guy's square here. So you are not in his square, and these squares are so big that no. Okay. Um, going up those rocks. So there's smaller sections. If you look on the map, like right here, is what Marius went through. But if you try to go through one oh, of the okay. large sections, your horse isn't going to make it. So you could dismount your horse and do that. Okay, I'll just go through right here. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to... Um, let me just do a measure real quick. Okay, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, let me answer this. If I hold an action that does not get used, does that trigger invisibility to, f to fall out? If I'm going to hold action for a spell? Because I'm not actually casting it yet. Just uh, walk me through what you want to do. I'll tell I want to yes hold no. action a firebolt in case burn or any of our party attacks any, I guess anybody in this area. But my question is, um, specifically, does the hold action of a firebolt 
make invisibility fall off. I'm not casting the spell technically. I understand if, if it does trigger and I do cast I don't it, I'll think lose so. invisibility. I, it's does that make sense you, what I'm asking? Yeah, it does. It does make perfect sense, actually. Uh, you are asking that is preparing a spell to trigger, stop, count as an attack. No. You have not fully rolled the attack itself. It does count... I mean, technically it would count as concentration. Uh, but what I'm going to say is, in this very specific scenario, no. You have no Wait, penalty preparing to it. a spell that doesn't need concentration takes so concentration? Hold, holding an action to cast a spell in the rules technically counts as concentrating on a spell. I see. Technically, right? But this is more of a gut reaction situation to where you are focusing on invisibility and when something happens, you intend to attack, if I'm hearing you correctly. Yeah, I, like basically my condition would be if the attack begins this round, I want to attack uh, one of the one of the creatures probably. I imagine Marius is going to attack one of these three. I would just yes. want to hit them with an attack as well, whichever he's attacking. You got so it. I'll prepare firebolts at uh, at the increased damage because I'm level five, and that'll be my turn. Sounds good. Stolas, do you stay on the horse? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on the horse for now. Um. Prepare an Eldritch Blast on... Yeah. I'm going to prepare a spell, but I'm not going to give away our position just yet. Sounds good. Alright. Sorry, I'm reading something really quick. Um, okay. <laughs> Dope. Uh... Yeah, I'm just really excited to use this creature. How uh, dare this you. is from the challenge book. Isabella's turn. Come on. Pull up your character sheet, old boy. Um, okay. This one will come over here. She snaps orders to these gentlemen. And specifically you hear, prepare to move out. We shall be rising more blights as we go. The town of Vallaki will never see our attack coming and we will reclaim it in the name of Strahd, cleansing it. We will take the winery as well. Vine Lord, you may lead. <laughs> he will go this way. Um. Zach. Yep. Being that I am technically playing Marius. 
What action would you like Marius to take? Oh, what the fuck? Well, hold on. <laughs> I don't know how to, and, how to play Marius' character. That's okay. I don't necessarily want to take an action that is not okayed by the group, so let me just pose it to the whole group. Do you promise Maybe for to a play signal? Fair? I'm trying to play fair, yes. That's exactly what it's, I'm trying to yeah, do. Yeah, it's difficult. I, I trust you to play fair. Okay, okay so you so want me to play as if Marius, I were Marius. Typically, Marius goes, Night Mother's Blessing, and then we all get temporary hit points, and then, then it's fun. Yes, right? but so I don't know if you're going to do that. Specific scenario, you'd have to be in the same square as Exactly. Yeah, right? so I don't think he would do that. Um, I think Marius would probably... Usually he attacks and then casts Magic Weapon to give yeah, him more okay. attacks. I, I mean, if that's fine with you, Dean, and Stolas. Yeah. That's typically what he does. Though I don't know if he does those both. I don't remember if he does them on the same turn. or I, I just know usually when he attacks, he has that flying sword with him at some point. Yeah. I just didn't want to take an action that you thought would be unfair. I appreciate that. I appreciate Since that. Since we are a, a team at this very moment. Marius casts Spiritual Weapon... Uh, using up one of his spell slots. His invisibility has now dropped. Uh, well, I'm... Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to be tactical about how I do this. Okay. Marius moves to engage the largest threat on the board. Uh, one, two, which is the Vine Lord, in my opinion. Actually, I'm going to move. There we go. Here. And then cast Spiritual Weapon as a bonus action adjacent and Marius will make two attacks as Wait he comes a second what go ahead or one attack oh just kidding sorry I saw Strahd Von Zarovich rolled 25 I was like oh my god I didn't realize I was for Caliban's stealth I was oh, sweating sorry. for a second I, am... I was like oh shit <laughs> this is not good I forgot to switch myself back to DM it's okay I was freaking out for a second I was like we got bamboozled it's a trap Um, Marius. Yeah, one attack. Ooh, does eleven hit the Vine Lord? No. Wow, with both attacks he missed. Uh, he doesn't get two attacks. I'm so sorry. Uh, oh. This spiritual weapon was summoned as a bonus action, so it can't attack this turn until next May turn. I... However, he is still oh, mounted sorry. but no longer invisible. Caliban will also take this chance, seeing that Marius has attacked, to drop onto this Vine Blight. And I'm just going to say he kills it because it only has four health and an, armor, uh, an attack of ten. So it's dead. May I take my uh, action? Yes, help. you may use your held action. Firebolt for 12 at the Vine Lord. Probably that does not hit. hit. All right. It goes high. Well, I am now not invisible. Stolas has an action held also. Uh, yeah, I was going to use the uh, Eldritch Blast on this dude uh, kind of next to me. Let me roll for that. Eldritch Blast, 11, does not hit the creature. Wow, we are really sucking this up. So uh, these don't I get are... another try, though? Yes, you get two attacks at 5th level. Boom, boom. Yes. 
27 does hit and pushes wow. him 10 feet. Which, in this case, is going to be kind of hard to show, but... Uh, still lost. He takes 12 damage to his health. That was huge. Uh, you see falling what looks like, like almost like a zombie. They're called tendril puppets. Uh, his rotting flesh is hit and then coming out of every, out of his eye sockets, out of his ears, out of his mouth. He's wearing pants in the picture, but I'd imagine probably out of his butt. There are vines that have wrapped around this warrior. Uh, as you knock him prone, uh, he will try and... Oh, nope. He's just... He is pushed 10 feet. He's going to make a dexterity saving throw. 19. You push him 10 feet back, and he's still able to keep his footing on the rocks. A uh, couple things are going to happen because I have a couple held actions. How dare you. Uh, these guys are going to move. This one will attempt to hit the horse. Two blight claws. It hits, killing it. Um, Marius has time to dismount still, technically. Um, this guy will use his held action to block the... No, nope. He's going to stay. Isabella has a held action. She moves her whole movement, which is one square. Okay. I will use her bonus action to Misty Step. 30 feet. Oh, there's no median. Okay. It seemed like uh, a huge 30 feet. Well, I mean, it's one all... square and flew all the way to that. That's like 100 feet. Right. I mean, technically, I guess technically she'd be here. Oh. It seemed a big for us, I'm being honest. How's that? Yeah. yeah, that's better. I like that better. Okay. And DM roll. Ozol. Yes. The 16 and 18 hit your armor class. Uh, who's attacking me? I just answer puppet. my question. Nope. Um, 16 and 18 yeah. uh, does, but I can cast a reaction, correct? You can. Sweet. I'm going to use shield. Which brings my armor class to 19. Okay. That will take a level th uh, one spell slot for me. All right. You cast shield. As you see, uh, you start to feel it as you reaction cast shield. You see the tip of a spear. Bitch. Come out. Hit your shield. And cackling as she attempts to hit you with the rift breaker. That's uh, uh, Stolas's spear, correct? That is Stolas's spear. Okay. I'm getting that spear um, back. Does the spear uh, remind me, or I guess tell me, um, does it just fall to the ground, or does it kind of return back no. to her? No, so... Um, actually, Stolas never used this ability, so you wouldn't know about it. it well, can't I mean, be I'm, I'm witnessing it happening. So. Right, right. You see 
as she thrusts forward with her hands, a small portal appear at the very, in like uh, three quarters of the shaft going into it. And then where it appears near you within 60 feet, the actual tip or part of the shaft that she's thrusting, she's creating a small portal for it to travel through and stab at you. Making a distance attack that is still a melee attack, if that makes sense. So half, about three quarters of the shaft has gone through this little tiny portal and has come out the other side attacking you. Oh, so where... Can you show where she's at? Yeah. So right here. Oh, okay. So she's the red square or the red circle? Yes. Okay. And that is okay, her so, health action. Oh, so that that uh, did not hit me, correct? For hit points purposes? It did not. No, those were the, the two attacks that I rolled uh, did not hit you, uh, thanks to your shield spell. Sure. So I'll just pick my staff up. A blue shield will surround me. <laughs> and I react to that. It's for Gandalf. That shit. I love it. Now, let me ask you this, Cody, because I've never did mounted combat. Does she target... Yes. She chooses to target one or the other, correct? The, the player or the horse? Or is it kind of like a one-time thing? So, this is where it gets kind of complicated. Because you are technically three to four targets, right? You have your owl, you have Stolas, you have you, and you have the horse. Me, as a non-player character, I can choose to attack any of those four beings. Burn has a special ability, being that his horse is su- or his uh, battle ass is summoned, that he can actually defer damage either direction. So if Trundle takes damage, he can take it. If he takes damage, Trundle can take it. As long as he's mounted on Trundle. You do not gotcha. have that ability that you are uh, mounted. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, that's... I, I mean, I have uh, shield up now, so... That is going to be uh, all I'm going to do for that reaction. Okay. The Vine Lord will go. Um. Sorry, there's a lot of stuff on this character sheet. I'm really excited about it. While you're looking through that, um, I'm of course, confused. that oh, that a type of an attack that just happened, would that have triggered, um, mirror image the spell? Because I know every time I've ever casted it, like it just doesn't work. So would that it, spear attack? It was a, it's melee a melee attack. attack okay. Even though it was made at range, it's just the special ability. The rift breaker can basically create a small portal and stab you from further away. It okay, can also so that be is, thrown to double the distance with the same way. So am I correct in assuming that mirror image would have worked against that attack? Yes. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Um, I'm no longer confused. I figured out what happened. Thanks, bro. Oops. Dude, we got to run a research party for Mark, bro. I know. What happened? I don't know. Hashtag I'm Mark's missing. He didn't say anything. Probably getting the sloppy toppy right now. Okay, the Vine Lord takes his attack. None of them hit Marius. And. You should be gone, Bucephalus. Ooh. 
the tendril puppets will go. This one moves. Thirty feet. He's going to move twenty-five to here, and then attempt to fall or slash leap onto your horse. The Using one that's we're all riding. Yes. Can he do that? Uh, I thought you yeah, can't run can through a, an enemy. Uh, he token. essentially is making a shove attack. Okay, so does he have to um, roll for that? I need to... Well, yes, I do. I have to make an uh, acrobatics check. Or athletics. Uh, 21 would do it. And... One more. 20 to push your horse, which has the statistics of a draft horse, for a saving throw of... Uh, Ozal, roll me just a flat d20 and add 4 to the result, please. Uh, ten. Ten. This creature jumps and collides with your horse, collapsing it to the ground, sending you and Stolas plummeting to the ground. That okay. is his turn. You are now knocked off the horse. Uh, he does a d4's worth of damage to the horse, which is three, which your horse will disappear now. I thought it fades over a minute. It does, yep. You have a minute to dismount and or fade, but it has taken damage, so it will be... I can get back on it, though, right? During that minute? I think we said as you long as we don't use it for cover. Right. Okay, cool. So I will put counters for ten rounds on each of these horses that have been struck. Cool. The Stradhavar is going to go... And it is going to... Gore, 14, Ozol, or I'm sorry, um, Marius's horse, pushing it 10 feet that way and dismounting Marius, who will make an athletics check. Uh, yeah, plus three, eight, who is now also prone. Burn. It's your turn, buddy. Battle ass. Battle ass. Mute. Sorry, I was mute. Um, I'm going to cast a Shield of Faith on myself, giving me plus two bonus armor class. So that puts me at a... Uh, what is that? A 21, uh, 21. Armor, for my armor class. Um... That is one spell slot. That's a bonus action, uh, though. Of course. Um, I'm also going to move up four spots. One, two, three, four. In front of the witch. What's her name? Abby? That's Bella. Bella, sorry. Uh, and I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna attack her twice with horse cutter. Beat that bitch's ass, bro. Uh, so two of these. Moist. And then I'm also going to attack with, uh, uh, my trusty steed. 
So if you attack with trouble, it counts as one of your attacks. What? Because you're mounted on him. Yep. If you dismount him, he can become a creature that can attack on his own initiative. <laughs> okay. Can so I that's dismount? the that's the trade off. Yeah. Okay. You can make two big attacks on his back because essentially you're moving using his turn for movement. So four squares is his whole action this turn, right? Okay. Um, the thing about the complicated thing about it is if we roll on his own initiative, you hold your action to move with him as part of his action. Does that make sense? Okay. 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 And we've okay. simplified it to being since you're riding, you're just move, using his turn to move. Okay. But we can add him into combat next round. We'll ro I'll roll initiative for him here. Uh, I'm also going to cast um, Smite on those two. Jesus Christ. How many spells so can you cast? So that's 2d8, yeah. Um, on both attacks, uh, roll 48 radiant Four. damage. And you have your free critical, by the way, if you want to use it for one of those two attacks. Yeah. Or well, you can save it for a... 19, so that's pretty good there. Nice. Um, the 20 hits, the 15 hits, and you deal her 25 plus, fucking plus 19. 44. Yeah, for 44 damage, taking her to bloodied instantly. Two huge hits. From the Dawnbringer himself. Stolas, you better fucking kill her. Oh, yes. Do it. I definitely want to. <laughs> uh, Trundle used his turn to move four squares. So next turn, if you dis. Or if, next turn, you can have him attack if you don't move with him, if that makes sense. Or if you don't dash with him. Okay. Okay. Uh, Calamban's feeling saucy. And moves up to attack this fucking guy on the ridge. <coughs> Sorry. Um, shift double click. Did you see this comment? Stole us eight mark, didn't he? <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna have to bitch mark out tomorrow, Jesus Christ. Unless, like, some serious significant shit happened. It's bullshit. Uh, Winter's Axe. Sleet Storm. That is a 20-foot-tall cylinder, 40 feet wide. In a brilliant move... I'm sorry, I moved him the wrong direction. He will go here. Move Marius' sword over. Mark holds his axe aloft and uses his once-a-day power to cast Sleet Storm. Oh, nice. Incredible. <clears throat> Filling this, I mean, pretty much this entire square. We're just going to simplify it a little bit here. Uh, with a sleet storm. So, sleet storm cost cast through the Winter's Howl Axe has a DC of 15. Until the spell ends, freezing rain and sleet fall in a 20-foot-tall cylinder within a 40-foot radius centered on the point you choose within range. This area is heavily obscured. 
Any exposed flames in the area are doused. The ground in the area is covered with a thick sheet of ice, making it difficult terrain. When the target enters the area for the first time on its turn and start or starts its turn there, it must make a dexterity saving throw, DC 15. On a failed save, it falls prone. If a creature starts its turn within the spell area and is concentrating on a spell, the creature must make a successful constitution saving throw against your DC or lose concentration on the spell. Brilliant move, Mark. Well, thank you, Cody. Oh, but of course, sir. Uh, so that will come off next turn, causing those guys to not be able to move very well. That was all. He's got the arrow out. <laughs> that is heavily obscured as a heads up. So you have disadvantage firing into it, which I did not think about as the dungeon master, as a heads up. Depending on the spell you cast, of course. And if it requires line of sight, technically we have to... Let me pull up the obscure. Pull the cones. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you out, Ozol. Are you mute, Zach? Because you're not talking. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. I, wow. Um, what I was asking is, I'm not aiming at these people, but it, as a byproduct of hitting Bella, they might get hit as well. Just attack her straight on. Fuck it. She's bloody. Ooh. These I guess... people suffer from the blind condition, and heavily obscured means that uh, you can't see them essentially i mean you can but you can't you have disadvantage at attacking them yeah, okay I'm but like, if i'm firing an arrow and i still can't see them hitting they could still hit them that's what i'm trying to tell you like if i i'm not aiming no, no, at no, them they're, they're just gonna hit you are correct okay but i will essentially give them advantage on their saving throw which will give them disadvantage on the dexterity check which are even but aren't they falling down roll. so when they have disadvantage that is true they have not fallen down because it has not been their turn yet <laughs> did someone oh. just fart i sneeze <laughs> But I uh, out of your ass? <laughs> no, I was it's a full on sneeze. It was I don't know, man. That was a sus sneeze. Um nah, fam. Okay, I'm gonna move forward. Um I guess my question is how like will this hit both of them for hundred feet and not uh burn or trundle? Uh, no. Fuck. Yeah, I have We're back lie. in the fucking <laughs> We really are. It's just confusing because these aren't normal squares. Is what I'm asking. I know. I'm gonna snap it to corner because there's technically a square here. There's okay, four squares so. within this square, right? Okay. How yeah, far does it hits. go? Hundred feet. Hundred feet. You're gonna hit Mark. Well, he deserves it to be honest. No, can I aim yeah. like this? No, because then you're not actually like. It goes back to the whole cone talk. I love cones. You can hit diagonal or flat. So hit off the face or off the corner, but you can't you can't arc the spell. You can't bend the bullet, fam. I hate to see it. Um, now you could cast a cone spell inside of a fifty foot square <laughs> and hit burn if you wanted to. Is there a way that I can do a hundred feet and not hit um, uh, Mark's character? 
I just want to hit the witch with a lightning Can bolt. Can you move five foot forward? Like, to here? Yeah, just move me where you want me. You can go here and then oh, yeah, shoot and just do straight right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do that. I'm going to do lightning bolt from the wand of lightning. Although, let also, me clarify. I don't want to be right next to her. You're be not bit. right next okay. to her. Just I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's a DC 17 save. And I'm going to... Hang on, before you roll anything. You're good. Does it... Um, <clears throat> do I know the damage yet on this? Uh, it just says... Lightning bolt. It doesn't give me a number of damage. So it's a it's a cast of its lowest form. Correct, but I roll eight d six. So I haven't rolled correct. those yet. Correct. No. Okay. Let me. Um. It's a DC seventeen save. Uh, so I'm gonna give her a. Let me go to my core tab. I'm gonna give her a three. For my uh, one of my portent rules, okay. For her save, um, that's <coughs> totally fine. Give me one second here. Why is this not popping up? There it is. And then, if you want me to roll those dice, I can do that. I'm not casting the spell, so I don't think you can counterspell that. That's how I was reading through it, sorry. I was trying to... Yeah. I hit the I button, but it, I accidentally clicked the whole thing. Uh, no, that doesn't apply. Yeah, no, yeah, go ahead. I've, the... I've tried doing that with yep. uh, a few times. Uh, okay, so... The six. Well, I gave you a three, but I guess oh, if you want to take the six, sorry. that works too. Wow, you already gave me the three. That's a three. Well, let's go with the six. Well, no, you, you straight <laughs> up told me it was a three. So, well, okay, Sorry, I actually bud. can't roll eight d six at once. So I'm gonna do five and three. So here, here's what you can do. Actually, if you click, um, oh, advanced dice roller. Ah, there we go. Yep, you right. And right. then you can select how many you're right, you want, you're right. and then the type of dice. Thirty uh, nine. Ooh, baby, Ozol. Is she dead, though? I can't see her health from here. Jesus Christ. I'm a uh, some stuff around. It looks like her HP wasn't adjusted from the last attack. Can you see her HP? It's yeah, a 63. 63, 63? That's, that's uh, the battle ass. Oh, okay. I was like... Damn, Trundle's fucking yoked. I can't see her HP at all. Anyway, that's right. You can't see HP any of the creature's HPs. 14. I rolled, hang on, time out. I rolled one, two, I rolled four sixes on that 8d6. That was bananas. Beautiful. Who's all? 39. Yes. How do you want to kill her? Say it. No, shut up. I want to hear him say it. Yes. She's not dead. What the fuck? How dare her? Stolas, you can still kill her. Now. Yeah, but now Stolas can fuck her up. She is critical, though. (laughs) Is she not doing too hot, Cody? Uh, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a complicated situation. She got the grab a ghoul going on. Let me ask you this, Cody. Um, yeah. The Wand of Lightning, since I'm using an item, does that count as my spell for the turn? Yes, that is your full action. Okay, perfect. Now, well, no, I won't tell you that. She, You could sneeze on her and she would die, so. Okay, I put it in the chat. I have two charges left for the Wand of Lightning bolts. Stolas, I believe there's some revenge to be had. Oh, oh, there is some revenge to be had. This is going to be fucking awesome. 
Oh, oh I can the... taste it. Wait, oh. she <laughs> Wait, let her do it. Let her do it. Can she eat her? Wait, let what happen? I hope I can because that's exactly what I'm gonna try to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try move over one square so we can see. To have oh, fuck. this bitch for lunch or I dinner, I guess. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What's your mistake, Zach? Oh, I was just gonna move the owl up. With oh, him. yeah. No, it's fine. He's oh, there. Cody was waiting to Sweet. fuck you, dude. Thanks. Oh, bro. what was your mistake? Let me take. Let me walk something back. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was. I was ready for it. This. Thanks, my Cody. revenge You're plan is pal. not. You know. Hey, I'm You're your friend pal. and your foe today. So. That's true. That is very true. I thought we were friends every day, Cody. You God. and I still lost our friends every day. Zach and I. Wow. Well, <laughs> You know. How dare you? I was helping you all week. What the fuck? It gets so complicated. He just gets so irritable near his period. Sorry, Horace. Oh. How dare you? <laughs> On air, bro? <laughs> I joke. I love you, Zachary. How dare you? Uh, Stolas, please. Yes. Stolas just consents the blood in the water here <laughs> when it comes to this witch. She's absolutely going to get it. <laughs> I'm gonna move over t as, I guess, as close as I can to her. Sixty that feet, baby. Is sixty feet. Are you dashing? <laughs> you know what? Why not don't dash? dash. What? Right next it, to her? it takes your so it takes your action to move double. Wait, it takes my action to yeah, move so double. You, yes, because so when we went from Aarakocra to Owlin, your flying speed went from fifty to thirty because your flying speed is now equal to your walking speed. So. So if I go over there, I can't attack her? Correct. What you could do, you can't consume her with Hadar. Or you could say something to your compatriots around you and be like, mine, my kill, she's mine, or something like that, right? As you move into the, the zone, the auto zone with her. Okay. Um, or you could Eldritch Blast that bitch from where you stand and send her back to Jesus. Well, she doesn't believe Jesus. And then so. eat her. Yeah, well, no, she's dead at that point. Hey, <laughs> or they have to be alive. They have to be alive. Oh. That okay. also being said, yeah. if she's holding on to the Rift Breaker, the Rift Breaker goes with her to Hadar. She's so. joining her sister. Alright, so you're going to go here. So. Uh. And I'm right next to her, so you have advantage. No, you have to be flanking on the other side. Sorry about that. I'm trying to figure out a way to do this. Is you there any conceivable way? A rule of cool? To, eat to her? let her eat? Yeah, what will so, you give so, up to eat her, Stolas? I'll give her my critical. Oh, ho, ho. done. Now we're talking. <laughs> okay. Stolas. Wait. I want this to happen so bad. Stolas. <laughs> you... You are blessed by Bahamut. Wow. <laughs> Temporarily. No, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the inner darkness inside of you takes over Stolos. Your beautiful white wings turn into black fudging tendrils of death. Your full warlock shadow mask begins to take over your body as you go fully ethereal, outlined in red. You swoop from where you're at, jumping off of this horse as it's tackled to the ground by this disgusting vine zombie creature. As you swoop, your eyes go from being white orbs with little black pinpricks 
turning fully red. The power of Hadar flows through you as your whole body turns into a mouth with tendrils and teeth undulating as you consume her. <laughs> yes. yes! Grab the spear first. I know, right? I'll use it as a toothpick when she's gone. She's dead. This is the first time Burns seeing this. He's fucking mind blown. You land Stolas as you consume, grabbing this, ripping the spear from her hands in one of your undulating tendrils as you recoalesce back into your bird-like form. Oh, back to being beautiful. Feels good. Nice. Stolas, I uh, that kill still counts as mine. Burn. <laughs> My boy, I did quite a bit of damage as well. Burn. Yeah. For just the briefest moment, Stolas goes from smelling kind of like rotten eggs, being, you know, like neutral evil, to smelling like the foulest smell you have ever smelled. Your paladinic sense for alignment being tied to either noise or smell. But as they reform, it just kind of fades back to rotten eggs as you see the true face of your friend. Marius' turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's Marius' turn. Tonal shift. Marius Radari makes. Uses his bonus action to attack with his sword. 19 hits the Vine Lord. Oh god, too many taps. You did. For 5 damage. And then he will use his other ability here I'm sorry 22 to hit for 6 force damage and then he makes an attack with his long sword um, which hits for 5 damage giving this vine lord 10 points of damage The Vine Lord goes, and he will move. No, he will not. What you gonna do? Oh, you see as the wounds on his body from the longsword attack slightly close as he heals at the start of this round. And then he will make one, two attacks on Marius and one tendril, only one of which actually hits, dealing him 12 points of damage. The tendril puppet will go. It begins to... <laughs> Keep attacking this horse because it's dumb. 
This one will move 30 feet. This one will move 30 feet. This one will move and try to attack Marius. Oh, that's, nope, that's a twig blight. Put him back. Oh, thank you. This one will also move. Actually, he's going to dash, and so is he. But that's their action. Marius is now surrounded on all sides. Um, Stradhavar will go, being that he has his own initiative and he is still mounted. The undead unicorn creature begins to wave its horn through the air from side to side. Uh, you can see in the horn itself there are small holes that begin to make notes of music as it moves back and forth. And it's this beautiful melody coming from such a terrible, terrible creature. All creatures, uh, excuse me, as a bonus action, the Stradhavar can play a captivating melody through the hollow horn. Creatures within 30 feet that can hear the Stradhavar must make a successful wisdom saving throw or be charmed until the end of the Stradhavar's next turn. A charmed creature is uh, in this way is incapacitated and its speed is reduced to zero, and the Stradhavar has advantage on attack rolls against it. I need Stolos to roll me a d20 for Merc. And burn to roll me a d20 from Marius. And I will add their wisdom modifiers to that. <clears throat> a 16. Okay. What was it again? Uh, just a flat d20 roll, if you don't mind, please. Okay. I definitely lost my ruler on the sidebar. I don't know what happened. Marius and Caliban. You said 16 for you, Bern? Also 16 yes. for me. Okay. Uh, so 16 plus Marius's wisdom is 5, becomes 21. He's safe. But for poor Caliban, it's only a plus 1, being 13, which unfortunately does not save. He got a 17 and that doesn't save? Oh, I'm sorry. 17 does save. You're right. I'm sorry. I don't know why I was thinking 13. Um, yes, they both save. That's okay. Uh, the Stradhavar will m attempt to make a dexterity saving throw because it's starting its turn in the Sleet Storm while mounted. He has advantage on dexterity saving throws. That's a 19. Unfortunately, beating Mark's 15. And they will attempt to move out of reach of the Sleet Storm. No longer being blinded. They made the saving throw for that, the DC 15? They did. And it will use its full action to move towards you, Ozol. You're not that guy, pal. 
Is he is the green guy riding the horse correct? Is that is that correct? correct. They... Yes, which is why okay. he did not have to make a dexterity saving throw. The horse okay. did. Gotcha. Is he adjacent to me now or no? Uh he's technically on top of this token. No, is makes... he adjacent to my character or no? Yes. He moved the full sixty actually did I do that right? Oh yeah, it doesn't matter because I can't hit you. So he is don't, literally don't you have right to on top of you. Use half your movement to get up though? In the sleet storm or no? He, so he didn't fall. He saved. And for difficult terrain, he moved 2-2. Two, two. Gotcha. Like gotcha. You're good. I just want to make sure I understood. No, you're wrong. totally fine, man. Those are good questions. Um, yes. Burn. Dawnbringer. There yes. is a very angry man that is made of vines, the glowing purple gem, and this reeking necrotic unicorn creature that Trundle seems to be extremely <clears throat> aggressive towards. Let's go, Trundle. Uh, you guys are technically stacked on each other. Do you want to move no, 30 I got feet off to him, here? Remember? Oh, that's right. That's he right. Did. I just assume he, he moves with me because he's my ethereal. Well, he oh, has can his I move own. That far? You cannot. That's uh. Where's my ruler? Bro, come save me. What the fuck? Oh, okay. So Jesus. that's 50 or 50, and then you would have to dash to get there. You could move here for 30 and make an attack against the Stradhavar. Okay, yeah, let me do that. Um, I will... Uh, hit him twice. Oh, a nat 20! <laughs> a 28 and a 22. Wow. Damn, dude. <clears throat> I'm going to save the, my smites for later. Uh, nope. I, as your teammate, I wouldn't, Marius, I would speaking not. here, Dean, I would use uh, at least one smite on that critical hit. That's not how Max sounds. Yeah, you get I'm double sorry. damage. I love you. How dare you? That was so Dean, I would use a critical hit on that Good creature. evening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to use the critical hit table brought to us by our friends at Reddit? Yeah, uh, yeah fuck just it. Take Let's do damage. that. Yeah, Roll yeah, D100s. One D100s. How many? A one D100s. Oh, I thought you said eight. I was like, what? That'd be fucking crazy. 99. Whoa. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Holy Lucky. Jesus. Hang on. The, uh, the odds of that, a critical 20 and a 99, that's ridiculous. Um, He's on fire, man. Will you, will, uh, Cody, will you let me know if I should still use Smite in conjunction with this? You should. Yeah, you okay. should, bro. Uh, then I will do that. So, oh one D8. Fucking God. Or Did he 2D8. Just get um, it's 2D8 for Smite? Hold on. You just let me, let me just read what happened for 99. <laughs> just Let me just throw this out here. Okay. So not only do you roll your standard damage and an additional set of dice, you will now roll a third set of dice. You roll okay. an additional set of damage dice above and beyond your normal critical roll. The target then suffers a permanent injury chosen by the dungeon master. The permanent injury can be healed with an extended rest of length determined by the DN, but leaves the attacker or the attacked person scarred. Or, alternatively, you may choose to cut off a limb of your choice that is not the head. Oh! So, 
Let's unpack all that. What is that? <laughs> Let's. Uh, <laughs> if you don't mind, we're going to simplify damage just a skosh. Okay. So, oh. for horse cutter, you rolled twelve. Okay. I'm going to times that by three. Okay. Okay. For thirty-six. Will you please roll whatever smite level you're choosing to use, which I would recommend maxing it out. Okay, so I have I have two smites left. Okay. No, you should have... Hold on. You haven't cast a spell today. You should have all he of your spells cast left spell. back. No, I, I cast I attacked the, the shield. Witch. Oh, yes. No, I'm that sorry. was a bonus action, Zach. But it still counts you, yes, as but spell, it, it still counts as spell slot, but do you oh, have a second right. level spell slot you can use for 3d8 damage? Yeah. Okay, so, so use that as your smite and roll me 3d8 damage. Fucking... Twenty two eights, dude. That is a total of ninety-six damage. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> what? I can only dream now, of touching that number. Are you attacking the Stradhavar, the horse, or are you attacking the Vine Lord? Oh, that's a good question. Vine Lord. I would think. I don't know. It's a well, Zach asked me to save him. Um, uh, let's see. I would kill the fucking horse, dude. Because first of all, I have a, a beef with horses in general. <laughs> One of these creatures can be instantly killed out of the two. And if you choose correctly, you will instantly kill one of these two creatures. Oh, I'm sure it's the horse. I don't um, know. What do you think, guys? I vote I mean, for let's ask the chat. <laughs> yeah, let's ask the chat. How, how many like, people do we have watching? Seven. Abdulio, let us know. Yes, those who are in chat are friends. And if you're listening later down the road, we'll tell you what happens. <laughs> well, they'll find out what happens. Yeah, exactly, right? That's just a bad joke. I'm sorry. Chat, do we attack the horse or the giant Vine Lord monstrosity? Burn dealing a total of 96 damage. Thank you to our friends over at Reddit. Thank you to Roll20. Please sponsor us. What do we say, chat? Give it a I minute. Type away. Undead I horse vote from Abdulio. for the undead horse. Okay, that's two for the horse. What's say you, Zach? Uh, I think no, the oh, horse no, no. is going to... Hold oh, on. Just kidding. This is chat's call. Oh, okay. Right? Right? No, I'm asking you. Is that fair? To, to just leave it up to chat? Or do you want yeah, to take a vote from everyone, Burn? Yeah, that's Ab fair. Abdulio said horse. I was so. just to see what the consensus was of everybody. The, uh, Burn? Stola said horse. Abdulio said horse. I would go horse because if you knock... If you kill the horse, he's going to fall off the horse. And then we can Ooh, all wail on him. will be prone. Yeah. We can all okay. wail on him. Yeah, I'm going to go with the horse. Burn, how do you kill this creature? Whoa! Chris V said horse too, and Joey Doll. Joey Doll, horse. horse, horse. Thank you, Chris V. With a horse cutter. A horse Damn. cutter. Wow. Right Burning at the, the base of the neck where the mane meets the shoulders, I cleave its head clean off its shoulders. Beautiful. <laughs> Dead. This is, this is why unicorns are, like, extinct. <laughs> and, and, guess what? Not only dead, prone. 
Oh, we are about to wreck this motherfucker bad. Destroy him. You know, I, I sat here tonight. I, I just just hold on. For just, just let me have my moment here. I was like, oh, <laughs> Marius isn't here. Like, Marius isn't here. You know, should I scale it back? Like, Mark this combat's going to be complicated as it is. Blah, 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 blah. So I was like, oh, I'll scale it back a little bit. Apparently I was fucking wrong. But that's okay. <laughs> But we're all having Dude, fun. We That's the point. We're having fun. A second Burn, to appreciate Burn just dealt 98 20. damage at level 5, thanks <laughs> to our friends over at the D&D critical hit table on Reddit. But I will thanks, say, guys. Dean has also been fucked pretty hard by the opposite table, so, I mean... Yeah. Oh, also, Dean, what, one small thing to add. You get to cut off a limb that's not its head. Um, what limb do you also take off? Uh, I, I guess since I'm coming down to the neck... I just take a leg with it. The <laughs> <laughs> horse, this straight up like unicorn head into the ground. Just the horn goes straight into the ground as just this ichor goes everywhere. Um, I don't even get to do anything cool because it has some <laughs> cool death shit. But you killed it in one hit, so I'm not going to use any of that cool death shit because I feel like that just takes away from what you just did. Uh, and the vine lord goes prone. Oh, he... Dude, okay, a nat 20, a 99, and two eights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy now, shit. Now, I will bro. say, if Muhammad you want this on my uh, D100 is an instant kill on the, the critical hit table. So if you can wow, roll 100. Nice. Dude, if we 100 Strahd, can you imagine? I, I will not allow you to use the critical hit How table dare you? How dare Unless you? Unless I get to use it back <laughs> towards you. you. That's funny. Oh, you know what you All could right. do though. Which, so uh, the trundle's both turn. Ways. Go ahead, go ahead, Dean. I'm curious now. Oh yeah, trundle's turn. Oh, I was gonna say, you know, it'd be cool is if you did let us do that, and we're all like, oh my god, yeah, and then you're like, oh, but he comes back because he's fucking <laughs> strong. Well, I was gonna say, if I'm going to use the critical hit table, it's gonna go both directions. You oh, get to use it, and I true. get to use it, which would be nasty. So. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's um, a that's a battle for another day, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. Trundle uh, just, I guess feet. have Trundle stamp uh, trample this guy. All right, Trundle tramples <coughs> his uh, hooves. Um, it, it won't let me. Oh wait, I got you. Oh, there you go. Oh, your roll is better. Oh yeah, so it's a fourteen. Um, made an advantage, which I guess was what your role is, right? Oh, mine was not an advantage. No, He's I'm saying, saying it just I... rolls 8 and 14. Oh, okay. 14. We'll take the higher one. Right. Um, fine lord, what is your AC? It does not hit, unfortunately. Damn it. Even prone? Even prone. Damn. Prone That's gives you advantage. Calamban is so impressed. So impressed. Uh, he moves over to save his friend Marius. He will make... Mark, are you, are you dead? Uh, chat, you let us know if you think Mark's dead. Or, or getting some sort of oral pleasure. Mark, where the fuck are you at, bro? Uh, wow, a nat 20. Uh, I need D100s from someone else in the group. Who wants to roll I'll D100s? Do I'll do it. Alright. <laughs> He's so Jesus excited. Christ. Oh, man, a 14. 14. Okay. Uh, wrong tab. 14. You know how to press the advantage. You gain advantage on all attack rolls against your target until you the end of your next turn. Wow, that's wow. really good. 
Unfortunately, his second attack was the one that hit, so... Whoever attacks him next gets advantage. Um, but you can choose whether or not... See. Oh, I guess if... Yeah, that's fine. 19... Minus... A shit ton more. It's dead. <laughs> nice. It's The creature is just frozen solid on the first hit from this ice axe. And he comes back around, up and under, just shattering this creature. Delete. Oh, and Mark's raging. Uh, he lets out an angry yell. Ulthanis. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, uh, shatter is a point of your choice within range, a 10-foot radius, so can I cast it 9 feet away from me to hit him only? <laughs> sure. While he's prone? Sure, uh, but Shatter at level 2 uh, for 10 thunder damage, the DC 17 save. Uh, shatter says... A sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point must take a uh, constitution saving throw. A creature takes 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Um, and I'm going to give you... Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, hold on. Hold on. Okay, sure. sure, sure, sure. Save that. He fails because he's prone. Ah, thank you for that. He has disadvantage on the dexterity saving throws. And then in the technical rules that I was looking up under combat, the specific rule says that if you're prone when a spell goes off, you fail the check. Uh, I remember that happened to Marius, actually. Yes. Um, okay, so 10 thunder damage. You're going to add some cool like thunder effects, right? And then I'm going to have uh, the owl... Actually, uh, Stolas would have advantage on attacks anyways, right? For the help action? Yeah, as long as she makes a melee attack. If she makes a ranged attack... Or, sorry, he, Stolas, makes a ranged attack, he has disadvantage at attacking a prone creature. owl uses the help action, would Stolas have advantage? He would just level out to a basic attack, essentially. Okay, I'm so gonna... One, one flat roll. Yeah, do the help action, just kind of flutter while he's... Struggling to get up and then fly away to here. Perfect. Uh, to give Stolas the help action. So, sh uh, Stolas, you have a normal roll on your next turn. Wait, wait, what does that mean? So, uh, you would typically have disadvantage, now you'll have a normal roll. Right. Okay. A normal roll. Okay. So, um. uh, you can attack with Riftbreaker as a normal spear since you're not attuned to it yet. Because attuning takes a minimum of an hour, depending, or short rest. Um, or you can cast Eldridge Blast and push him 10 feet <laughs> along the ground in a straight line, or Jeez. potentially 20 feet if you hit both, and you get two flat rolls. Um. <clears throat> Jeez. I just thought about this. Theoretically, if you hit with every attack, you could just keep pushing someone back. Like, when you get to Eldritch Blast, whenever you get three attacks with it, you could just... Like, a creature with 30 feet would not be able to advance on you. Provided you okay. hit every attack. Um, I guess for this round, I'll go ahead and blast him, and I'd like okay. to add a hex on his strength. Perfect. Uh, so you use your bonus action to hex him, specifically strength. Sorry, where did my character sheet go? It like just straight up disappeared. 
Yeah, it's kind of weird how it's a, it's like a black opaque line now. Oh, there it is. Okay, I was like, I couldn't see it. <laughs> Here we go. Sorry, everyone. Twenty-one and twenty-four. Those both hit. Bam! Uh, you push him twenty feet this way. Oh, this creature is dead. Wow, does he die? No, he's not dead. He's just pushed thanks to Stolas's warlock invocations. Uh, for a total of 28 force damage. Which brings him to almost bloodied. Wow. We gotta keep wailing on this dude. Uh, Marius will use half of his movement to stand up. Uh, and we'll attack this fine blight, killing it, and then he will move his sword up one thing, that's his bonus action, um, which is not affected by the sleet storm because it's a magical construct. The vine lord will use half of his movement to stand up, and then we'll walk back over here. And make multiple attacks. Ozal, on you first. Uh, how, hang on. Before you make an attack, how many attacks are you going to make? I'm going to make six attacks. Against me personally? Uh, no. I'm going to make three against you, one against uh, Burn, one against uh, Trundle. I guess I can't hit Stolas from here. Yeah. So, five attacks. First off, how dare you? Um... Okay. Uh, the first attack, I'm going to give you a one. Okay. So that's a critical I, failure. I, as the Dungeon Master, but I'll roll on the critical failure table. <laughs> GD says, and I took that personally. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> what did we, uh, D100s I need to roll, or you're rolling for this? I rolled it. 64. Okay. Melee. The weapon slips from your hand as you attack. Unfortunately, the way I'm going to rule this, his oh, body is the weapon, so he My can't drop it. But it doesn't hurt you for one of the attacks. It's like a wet noodle. Can he so just automatically all... lose an attack? No. Well, I mean, essentially, yeah. He's only making two attacks against you now. Okay, so... so that the... is 27 oh, and 15. Well, hang on, hang on. The 27, I want you to reroll that with a luck roll. Uh, you have to do that before. No, luck roll is the potent outcome. is before the roll. Luck roll is after the roll. Hold on. Portent has to be declared before the roll. It only applies to you. Whenever you make an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, you can spend one luck point to roll an additional d20. You could choose... Outcome is determined. Um... You can choose to spend one of your luck points after you roll the die, but before the outcome is determined. Ah. You spend... Yeah, yep. right here. You, you, the next paragraph. You can also spend one luck point when attack rolls made against you. Roll a d20 correct. and choose whether the attacker uses the attacker's roll or yours. But... So I get to roll a d20. But... You have to use it before the outcome is determined. Yeah, the outcome hasn't been determined yet. You rolled the die. I did roll the die. 27 and 15. Yes. When an attack roll is made against you, roll a d20. Choose whether the attack uses the attacker's roll, in your case 27, or my roll. Portent is before any dice are rolled. 
I don't know the results of this attack yet. You just rolled the the attack die. I'm gonna say no. What? That's literally what it's written in the rules. No, nah, man, I'm reading it right here. That literally, I don't, I don't understand how you're interpreting that as what you think it is. Whenever you make an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Yeah, you got to go to the next paragraph. Done. Those are yours. I'm getting there. You can spend it to roll an additional d20. Boom. You spend your luck point after you roll the dice. I haven't rolled the dice But before yet. the outcome is determined. My yeah. outcome is I have hit no, you. No, 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 no. Once. When you roll the dice, you being me. Yes. When you, you attack me, me you can specifically also spend, oh when God, an attack roll is made. Fucking over again, Zach. No, this is this is black and white. You can also spend one luck point when an attack is made against you. So you've made the attack roll. Roll a d twenty, whatever, Zach. and then choose whether the attack uses the attacker's roll, which is a twenty-seven, or yours. Go ahead. Thanks, bro. This is pretty black and white. Hold on. Go ahead and roll it. Oh, you said hold on. No, you're good. Uh, now add I'm 10. 13. That's 23 to hit. Okay. That still hits you. Okay. That's fine. That's okay. I'm going to shield that, though, for the second one. You take 16 points of damage. Uh, I'm sorry. 16, 17, 18. 21 points of damage. Okay. So that's with both attacks or just one? That's the one attack that hit. 15, does 15 hit you? I'm going to shield it. Okay. Uh, so that would be 16. Uh, what's your AC? For the, the 23 hit me. So you said it was 16 yes. damage? Okay. Uh, no. Plus 5. So 21. Okay. Sweet. All right. Burn. Yes. That doesn't hit. Uh, that does not hit. Trundle, 25. That hits. No. Trundle takes... 19, 24 points of damage, which kills Trundle outright. Wow, how dare you? Oh, you're about to get smashed, bro. Not even like a little bit, like big smashed. Yeah, Stratovar's dead... My lord. Does Stolos get attacked? I, sorry, give me one second. I'm reading one thing really quick. I think I'm too far away. He's still trying to prove you wrong. It's, I mean, it's black and white. I'm, if that's what wants to No, 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 no. This is something completely different. I have a inability I'm reading through right here. I can use Sporting this as a bonus and lucky are very different. Uh, oh man. I need the two of you. Oh, Trundle's dead. Zach, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, I have no more spell slots, correct? 20. Okay, you're good. I don't know. Burn, I have not uh, been tracking your spell slots this game. You'll just use. It's just constant. You don't need a spell slot for that. Okay, that is the Vine Lord's turn. So, did you pass or fail? Did I pass you passed. with 20? You passed with 20, yeah. What about Dean? That Dean didn't get hit. 
Oh, yeah, what the fuck? Trundle. Just Trundle, Trundle would have had to have made one. Trundle. Trundle. Oh, yeah, he's... Trundle dead, son. How dare you? I mean, this he's dude, not really, but... This dude about to get fucked so hard, like... How dare he? I will use my action to dash. And I will use his action to dash. And... He's not gonna make this, you watch. And he's prone. <laughs> Twig Blight's absolutely worthless. Wait, your Twig Blight ran and fell? Is that what happened? Yeah, he prone. <laughs> what idiot! Uh, those ones don't have a druid. Actually, these ones should have been moving down the path because their job is to uh, protect the road. But there has not been any creature on the road. So they just keep walking straight down. What a bunch of And their witch is dead. Uh, which brings us back to Burn. Burn, fuck this dude up for me, please. I summon Pot of Greed. Draw two cards. I played that game, bro. I played that game. That's a good card. Um. Okay, so I have Correct, four. Umbrella. Level one spell slots and yes. two level two spell slots, and I have used smite twice, five times, or five times. You also use shield of faith. Yeah, so you're out of spells, I believe. No, wait, you have six slots. You should so have you one have slot left. One, one slot, slot left, left, probably okay. a first level. Uh, Depending on what level. Smite's a first level, is. isn't it? Or no. Uh, you can use Smite as first or second level. You've used, okay, cool, cool, cool. to my recollection, at least two first level plus Shield of Faith and one second level. So you either have a first level spell left, depending on what Shield of Faith, what level it is, or a second level left. Okay. Uh... Okay. You have a second level left. To shield the face of the first level spell. Correct. Um. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna attack the 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 guy on top of Ozol. Uh, yes, that's the Vine Lord. Because he's the one that matters. Okay. I'm going to attack with Horse Cutter twice. Another nat 20? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, dude. <Bahadis laughs> smiling uh, on you. Bro. I'm going I'm to smite one more time. Yeah, oh yeah. So, so that's 2d8? Yeah. No, that's roll. 3d8. Oh, 3d8. I'll just roll, roll one more one. d8. No, re-roll the 1, 2 because of your great weapon. Oh yeah, fire. your ability. Oh yeah. So 11, 13. Uh, and then before, critical roll table? Yep, go ahead and roll d100s as well. That's what I was just about to say. Dude, this table is dope. How many? Just one. Uh, just one D100s. Roll 100, bro. Swear to God, if you roll 100, I'm going to fucking, <laughs> fucking cry. Crazy. I feel cry. a little cheated out of that 21. one, though, to be honest, earlier. Which one? Where is, it is, I, his weapons didn't... I still got I'm sorry, that man. Dude. That's what you rolled. I think you should have had a, a some sort of a negative effect. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Dude, I got I've gotten bones before, so it's okay. You're still standing. I died. 
Abdulio says, I'm surprised no one is freaking out about Stolas' Eldritch Reveal. We'll probably talk about it once. I mean, we're in the midst of battle, so we don't have time to really oh. talk about religion and arcana right now. But Ozal's seen it already. Burn, I kind of... I'm sorry. This one kind of sucks, too. Uh, 21. You feel the ebb and flow of battle. You know where to make your next move. After your turn, move to the top of the initiative order. Oh, you man, are the I thought he could initiative order. <laughs> I thought he could choose once he rolls on the table to take double damage or the result. Well, he, yes, so either or. And so I'm just saying, I'm, it's not as cool as last time. I'm sorry, dude. Last time was wild. Double damage. Uh, quick maths. Uh, ten, fourteen, so twenty-eight. Twenty plus six plus fourteen. Nine plus Eight sixteen is plus. Well, I'm just <laughs> Oh, I'm much Four. better at math. I know, but he's saying it, and you're saying it. It's gonna go It's a big die roll, bro. Fifty-two. 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 It's gotta be like half. Yes. How do you kill this creature? Yeah. <laughs> yes! Grab the gem. Stole us, grab the gem. Okay. Fly. fly, you fool. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, how, how big is this creature, like, to me? Because I'm eight feet tall. <clears throat> uh, stand by. It's a medium creature. I'm gonna say six, seven, six, seven feet. Okay. So I, I could get above him. And he's oh, got, yeah. like, a humanoid shape. Yeah, oh yeah. This is kind of... Okay. I'm going to plunge Don't hit the seed. my sword. Don't hit the seed. Through his neck, down into his Thanos abdomen. it out of his head. Oh, fucking vision, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, do, do we need it? I could vision it. Yeah, we yeah, need that. That's the whole reason it. we're here, bro. Oh, okay. Okay, well, okay. So, I grab the, the, the seed from his forehead. And I... As I rip it out of its fleshy fucking face, uh, I also cut his head off at the exact same time and use the momentum of the horse cutter to completely and utterly rip this seed from his skull. Or throw it to Vor. Throw it to Vor. And I throw it to Vor, I guess. Uh, a couple things happen, actually, as you do that. You, like you said, grab the seed, decapitate, pulling out the seed at the same time. As you turn to throw, you throw it straight at Vor. Vor catches it in his talons, uh, nasty keep-away style. The puppets, the tendril puppets, Phantom Menace style, all stop moving. The... Vines that run through the entirety of their body retract back into the ground. The blighted ground itself retracts as they all fall to lifeless meat sack. Oh, shit. Fuck yeah. I like the Phantom Menace reference. That's a good one. Thanks, man. All the battle droids have been deactivated. On top of which... A concussive boom happens, x Oh, no. 
how far am I scrolling? Oh, just all the way. Like there? Yep, go back down to the circle of trees uh, to Y4, if you don't mind. Oh, Y4, yes. Yep. Gotcha. The central tree explodes. Oh, God. Just utterly... <laughs> wood goes flying everywhere. You're protected because you guys are behind full cover from these large 15 to you know 30 foot tall stones, right? The entirety of this area then turns into a giant fucking sinkhole. As you feel uh -oh. the entirety of the ground shift. Can you circle the sinkhole area? Is it yep. Y4? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, okay. I thought, like, all of us. I was like, oh, no. Begins I to sink. Yester Hill begins to shake. And that's where we end our session. Oh, Let's get out of here before it's yesterday. Why? Why? <laughs> How dare you? Bro. Hey, man. Peep the people. Keep the people. Wow. Coming back from peep, peep, peep the people. Peep the people. I have been your dungeon master, the illustrious <laughs> Cody J. Hay. Thank you so much for watching our show tonight. I hope you have enjoyed the intrigue of Ozol, the combat. Stolas got revenge. Yeah, killed a bunch of shit. The net twenties. The net Mark 20s may have actually the died. Board. Mark may be dead. Someone should probably check on him. If you live near Mark, shoot him a text. Go knock on his door. Buy him. I don't know something to eat. Have Uber go over there and check on him if you're too scared. But uh, you know, we love you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting the show. Good night. Bye. Chombo. <laughs>